Now, uh, one thing we do is uh, we play the theme live. Okay. So we got this, you know, choose your weapon scenario. You're going to join us percussionally. Oh, sure. Okay. Are we starting now? Uh, yeah. Oh, I shit. Mean, it's a little early. I thought it was 8. Oh, do you wanna do you wanna wait until eight? Oh, I don't. We, I, I mean, it's not have, it's not like a live to. thing. Okay, just, I got you. you know. Yeah. What am I gonna play? Do you? Do you yeah, it's whatever. I mean, do, do you normally play the bongas? Usually, no. I'm playing the melodica. Okay. Usually, we only have like one thing available, but today I actually <laughs> yeah, today I actually up. brought my shit. So. <laughs> uh, Dude, honestly, I think I'll I think I'll play the bongos. All right. Yeah. That sounds like a. Uh, that sounds like a mm. good. I'm gonna go grab. I always forget this damn the song? song. Yeah, I don't know the song at all. So oh, we'll let you start it off then. I feel like, it, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I mean, we need to have like a tempo for it yeah. before before going into it. Yeah. You wanna play play it and then and yeah. then play it a second time with uh, with Ben? Yeah. I do it. While you while you figure out your part as well. I have to relearn it every time. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? This one. Take good enough? Yeah, actually, I think so. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Alright, we're done here. We're done here. I don't know. We, I kind yeah, of wish I can play these. The claves. Sorry. I'm Do you want another take? I don't know. I'm, it's, up, it's up to you guys. It's up to Ben. I don't care. You get, it's y'all's song. <laughs> if y'all like my bone, I think we call that I theme. Good, yeah. uh, Tobik, you want to move all We call the, that theme 01. Theme 01. Theme I'm going to get this out of, uh, out of the way. Could oh, you I just love that all that little bl- banging and clanging is gonna be in there. You want me to move over here? No, I'm saying move the oh. the, the weapons. Oh, like, oh, the arsenal. Uh. The arsenal. The arsenal. Um. All right. Well, to begin, I I know I say this like every time, but I'm gonna say it again. Our guest tonight is. My goodness, uh, he he has left such an impression on all local musicians here. Uh, everybody knew knows uh, his his previous project. Uh, ben Eslick of the Couch Jackets. Hello, here he is. Glad, glad to be here. Yeah, thank you for coming. By the way. Yeah, sure. I'm excited. Yeah, you should be. I don't do too many podcasts, so. Uh, are there a lot of podcasts around here? I don't. I don't know. I mean, you hear. I don't know. You hear like people joke about like everybody's got a podcast, but I, yeah. I don't feel like I know I don't, many people with a podcast. I'd love to start a podcast, honestly. Yeah. You know, I don't know what it would be about. I, but hey, like, if we can do it. Yeah. Yeah, dude, we did it. All you need to do is buy mics. Uh, that's it. Sure. That's it. Yeah. And have a doll. You can probably like borrow this ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I need to ask you about... I'll just borrow so, your mic. <laughs> yeah, just one. What's up, Tom? Oh, I needed to ask you about that. I can ask you later off the show. Oh, go ahead let, and ask. Don't let me forget. Uh, so, uh, you know Wilson. Wilson Hatcher. I, I, I've i met him. I don't think I know him. Oh. Uh, well, he's... Uh, 
he he's wanting to shoot a, a movie and it's about podcasters so oh okay. okay i was gonna ask if maybe we could borrow some equipment for that. yeah i, I don't know if we're gonna that. need it but we might yeah just i need to, to make ask it look, him yeah no for to... sure you guys can do that sweet uh-huh i thought about starting another podcast actually really yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh like uh like it, there used to be radio plays i don't know if you guys have heard about this yeah like was, uh War of the Worlds. Yeah, that's exa- uh, yeah. exactly yeah, yeah, what I was thinking. Yeah, it's something like that. Except that one was more of like a like a giant prank on an entire city. Was it a I don't prank think it was it... supposed to be a prank. Yeah, I, think I thought that it... people just were stupid. They just oh, thought, you... it. They thought it was because it was so serious? realistic. Yeah, I think, I, yeah. I think so. I thought it was a prank. Well, maybe it was. Yeah, I, you might, you know. It'd be, it'd be cooler if it was. Don't, don't quote me on it. Yeah, we, should, <laughs> but, we need to get a fact checker for I sure. Know. I heard them do a... I heard them do a version of that play on, like NPR. They they played it on like NPR the other day, like uh-huh. a new like version that was done by like yeah. some people in Argenta. Uh, Argenta, what, what yeah, like in North Little Rock. Oh, that, oh that's yeah, what I was yeah. thinking. Yeah. Uh, cool. But it, <laughs> I don't. I wish I like found myself like really just wishing that they had, uh, like, modernized it. Oh really? For that reason, yeah. That, like you know, it's the, data. that that pe- people would like listen to it and think, oh, this is actually real. Uh, yeah, like well, it's twenty twenty. So you're saying I mean, they did a War of the Worlds? Yeah, they did. They they did a War of the Worlds. Same way that they did it. In, what, yeah, like, like they did it with like the like the yeah like the like you know stupid radio voice. Ah, we have people, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm saying. We have people all around Long Island. It's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. I don't know. It's, 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 well, how would you, if you were going to modernize it, what, yeah. what would you do to actually trick people into uh, thinking that it was... Uh, I, I would uh, probably not refer to uh, jails as the slammer. Okay. The yeah. slammer. <laughs> no, uh, first yeah, you just would Yeah, make... that kind of ruins the illusion a little bit. Huh? Yeah, like, okay. yeah, it's not very modern. <laughs> the slammer. I don't know. I think you just make it not sound so like... Uh, I don't know. It... People, people back in the day when they were talking on the radio, they weren't talking like they were real people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and now okay. I think things are a little bit different. What if they said, "Uh, you you dig it, dig what I'm saying?" Is yeah, that yeah. Modern? They need to put <laughs> more slang. Modern? in there. Yeah, okay. more more colloquialisms uh, yeah. of the of the era. More like '90s uh, hip hop slang. <laughs> pretty, that's pretty tubular. Well, do you think do you think people actually talked like that, or was that just like a no? Was that, they, real people didn't talk like no, that. Well, they didn't I mean, have that sort of say. Um, yeah, blah, 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 blah. yeah, that's like that. Trans- some of them did. What was it called? The transatlantic uh, yeah. accent. Yeah, because they did it. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, they would teach actors. I don't know if you know about this. They would. Like the actors would go to like acting school they learn and learn how to do that. Really, yeah, you know, like that the way everyone talks in like yeah. the early uh, or the first uh, Twilight Zone shows, right? Know, episodes. Yeah, that like yeah, that's what we're t- yeah yeah. Th- like, that, uh, like if you could do that, it it was a sign that you you went to like uh, this school and you were like you're a, a good talent. Actor. You were good. I can do it right now. <laughs> yeah. So you know, yeah. Who needs acting school? You can just. <laughs> The uh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. the standards have really shifted since a little bit. But no, I mean like yeah, they made up like a whole new accent. Just it was like so that it was it wasn't so jarring to people in America, but it also wasn't so jarring to people. Oh, was that in the purpose? Europe, I think is what it was. Okay, it was like a midway it was like a mix, sort of yeah mix because like, it has it it sort of has the uh, um, the elegance of like. 
a British accent, you know, Something. but it's, but that's without the, sort of. you know, that's what I, what it, I would yeah, think. It was it, more than like meeting halfway. It was just like uh, neither neither yeah, one neither of you guys one. can have can have it. Yeah. I'm just gonna take it away and give you something you don't want. It was like right. coronavirus <laughs> relief. Yeah, pretty much. Um. Except uh, <laughs> except nobody got a thousand two hundred dollars in that situation. Because I, I and I guess at the at that point too, it didn't. N- nobody was trying to make it really realistic, you know. Like yeah. that was like a later. When, yeah, when did yeah. That, that didn't happen until happen. the late fifties. Hap- yeah. I think it. Uh, where he gets credited a it's lot Marlon is uh, Marlon Brando. Brando. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And okay. then he inspired the generation of like uh, streetcar uh, named Desire. Yeah, that, yeah. I think. Inspired like Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, uh, James Dean. You know that era. Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I saw, uh, I mean, that's like half the cast of The Godfather that yeah. you just named off pretty much, right? <laughs> that's the big names. <laughs> Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. Robert De Niro. The Robert De Niro Part 2. Uh, Al Pacino. Yeah. Uh, James Gunn. James Gunn. He was oh, uh, yeah. He was the, the older brother. He was the guy, he was an elf too, though. I yeah, think yeah. I think he was the dad of Elf, I believe. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's that's, uh, that's one him, one of her more. It's <laughs> one of her his most uh, more acclaimed. Known roles. Yeah, yeah, more acclaimed. It's <laughs> acclaimed role. Yeah. Like, if uh, you liked him in The Godfather, you, you love, love him. Love him in the Christmas. This Christmas, yeah. Um, I saw a really good. So you guys are like movie buffs. It seems like you've got you, you know uh, names. Kind of, yeah. I should be more of one. I, I feel like too. I'm kind of one. I yeah. I watch Depends. a lot of movies. I, I used to keep up with them more than I do now. <clears throat> are y'all uh, being in... are y'all familiar at all with John Cassavetes or John Cassavetes? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. From uh, from The Godfather as well, right? Uh, I don't. He was in a, sure. a Dog he Day was, Afternoon. He, in, he might have been, yeah, in, in that he was. Bit, he he was, died of of cancer, right? Maybe I don't know a whole lot about his history. He was in Rosemary's Baby. Uh, oh, I might like, be thinking about this song. Um, but he did a movie in the seventies uh, called a called a Woman Under the Influence. Oh, I'm like, thinking, I was thinking about the wrong guy, guys. Okay. First, <laughs> first of all, sorry. Um, but it was like we. I watched that the other day, and it was like. Basically, the movie was just this guy and his wife, and his wife just like goes insane and like, uh, or you know, just goes kind of has like a mental illness, and it, it was just like hyper realistic. Like oh, nothing yeah. was funny about it. There was no like arcs or anything. It was just like realistic, you know. And from the seventies, it was so just it was like a slow like. I those are some yeah. of my favorite. Movies. Like you don't even know what they're Spiral talking about half the time because they're it's so like nuanced. You know, yeah, it's just such a nuanced kind of you know. I it's it felt like something that you would see what, like. What, today. what was the name of this? It's called A Woman Under the Influence, oh, um, okay. and it's John Cassavetes, and he was just like I don't know, just fascinating. We're talking yeah. about you know like movies where. It, they were not realistic, you know, and then, yeah. and then somewhere yeah. along the way, you know, people started. Uh, uh, doing there's yeah. <laughs> there's this old uh, story I don't know if it's true or myth but apparently uh, when Marlon Brando was in actor school or whatever I don't think he went to actor school that's I, I'm pretty sure I he did I thought that was why he was uh, maybe he did I, I'm pretty sure he, so he did good he I thought did. he was yeah I thought he was so good because he didn't just <laughs> natural raw talent no yeah. I heard this story about him uh, in in acting school and there was like an exercise where they got up like to the front of the class or whatever 
and the teacher says, uh, I want you to act like a, a chicken that hears a, a, an alarm. And then everybody's like, wah, 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 like, you know, acting all extra. And he's not moving at all. He's just kind of looking around. Yeah. And the teacher's like, uh, how come you're not doing anything? And he says, well, I'm a chicken. I don't fucking know what an alarm is. You know, I don't know that that's an element of danger. Right. So, so that's how realistic he was. They were like, you're in. Yeah. <laughs> you're, a, you're a star. Yeah. Didn't he have to have like his, uh, his lines like read to him? I say had to. Uh, didn't didn't he oh, like have his lines on, read to him? I heard that he had that on Apocalypse Now because he did not prepare like at all for the role, even oh. though he was like the highest paid actor. On I the thought set. He, I thought that was just like all of his movies. Yeah. Just had I don't know, like, maybe. Long, like, you know, I'm not. I'm not. An, I'm not gonna pretend to how be you, an expert on that. How do you be an actor and you can't memorize anything? That seems. Is Marlon Brando? Yeah, I guess he's going on like presence, your screen presence, right? Uh, you know, I, I saw a movie recently um, that's uh, quite the opposite of hyper-realism. Uh-huh. It was pretty interesting. It's, it's a cult classic, and I had never seen it before. But I, I saw the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, okay. I've never seen it. You yeah, haven't I, haven't seen any, it? I haven't either. Oh, man, it's, uh, it, was, it was pretty goddamn entertaining. songs from that. Uh, a lot, from yeah. Because it's a musical, right? It's it a, is a okay. musical, yeah. It's a, some bangers in there. Yeah. I feel like I have to wait till like Halloween to watch it. Uh, like a mm, sure, it's like a middle of spring movie or something. Yeah, Yeah. I thought it was just like a like a like a tradition. (laughs) I usually I think people usually watch it on uh, Christmas Eve with their family. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the kind of grandpa and grandma. (laughs) Oh yes. Um. Oh, sorry. I just hit the table. Yeah, you're good. (laughs) No worries. Um, I gotta quit scooting. I'm so antsy in my. No, I, I, I'm a little antsy myself because right before you guys came up in here, I had a presentation and I had a PowerPoint with a lot of timestamps and I had bought the movie on uh, Apple TV and when I would put it on Zoom, like I guess there's like some kind of security thing to make sure against piracy. It did not show. It was just like a blank screen, oh, and I, well, I was like a deer in headlights, and I'm still like recovering from it. I was oh, like, oh, man. That sucks. I just tried to describe what happens. Yeah, yeah, that's what I did. It was like, uh, imagine like showing up like at a music venue and everybody forgets your the instruments, uh, so they're like, you know yeah. what, we're gonna do all the parts a cappella, and, yeah. and like, dang, yeah, that's <laughs> it was yeah, it was that's, bad. That's like, <laughs> That's funny. I mean, that sucks. We're gonna play air guitars, and he's gonna vocalize all the all the (laughs) all the parts parts for us. Yeah, Uh, that might work if you had the right people. If you have (laughs) people who are like great singers, you know. Yeah, Um, we had a when I was you know doing couch jacket stuff. We had a similar situation like that. Y'all went Uh, acapella like that? No. Well, so we we had a we had a show, and uh, at the time my. We were, we were practicing at my house, and I had all the art equipment over there. Um, and uh, But it, it was also around the same time I was on, like, maybe my second or third week of chemotherapy. Uh-huh. Um, and that you get these things. I can't remember what it's called. It's like a... But it's the... It's chemo brain. That's what they call it, where you just forget everything. Oh, okay. You know, like, you just can't... You just can't remember for shit. And uh, I don't know... Like, I think I ha- I was supposed to pack some things, like yeah. some amps and stuff, and, like, I just completely forgot 
to do it, and uh, we showed up, and it, it was like 20 minutes before we were supposed to play, and we did we like didn't have an amp, we didn't have like two pedal boards, we didn't have like part of the drum set, like it was just a disaster. So I think we were able we were able to borrow enough to have like a stripped down drum set and all our instruments, but no effects, and it was like how it, how did that come out? It, yeah. it, it, I think it went out. It could have gone a lot better. It wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> okay. horrible, you know. Yeah. Like it wasn't yeah. the. It it wasn't the end of the world. Like, but it was. It, it wasn't was, the start of the world. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's <for sure. laughs> So, um, but yeah, I always thought that was such a funny like. What if uh like, it would have became like a thing that people hear you guys play like with no effects and it like kind of catches on kind of well, like Jimi Hendrix like revolutionizing I actually kind of that's funny you say that <laughs> revolutionizing but now with, with distortion and shit but now we strip it yeah he's playing just like on an acoustic or something I mean Nirvana did that they, they had oh, like yeah, a, yeah, yeah, they put right. out their unplugged yeah you know set which was like a big hit and like it's funny you say that because I actually I liked uh, I, I liked part of it for that reason you yeah. know, because I've got one of the guys we're playing with, this guy Alan. He uh, he just had this crazy pedal board that just like played had all these crazy sounds on it, and mm -hmm. like he was just you know playing like this very basic, like not distorted. Yeah, and I was like, that's cool. You know, I can hear. You know, it's like I can hear the the complexity of what he's doing a lot more. Like it's yeah. you know, it's more straightforward. Yeah. So it's like you know. I fuck with that, like strip it all down every once in a while. Yeah, get, you I know, mean, like jazz take... guitarists, they they play clean. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's and it, I guess in in the case with jazz, it's a lot more about the technique. Than yeah, the, like effect you're putting on it, or, yeah. or I, I think that now, but I I think that somebody's gonna come in and like revolutionize that shit and just take uh, jazz to a whole new level. I I don't know. I've I've heard. I couldn't tell you specifics, but I mean, I've heard talk. Uh -huh. About, I mean, some pretty, like, out there. I mean, not out there, but, like, pretty, I guess you'd say revolutionary stuff happening in the jazz. In the jazz, in the world? jazz world? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you all listen to Thundercat at all? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would, oh, we saw them live once, actually. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Dude, that was, that was awesome. That was, was awesome. Yeah. Mike DeMarco was there. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I would consider those guys probably, like, to some extent... Yeah you know, revolutionary, like, in their yeah, styles. Yeah, for so, sure. You know, because nobody really sounds... I mean, more so Thundercat. I feel like yeah. Mac DeMarco is just kind of a cool... Oh, yeah. Like... Laid-back dude. Laid-back dude who's kind of original, but, you know, he's not, like... You know, yeah. Well, uh, there's, like, a, like, like Neo Soul is huge on, like, Instagram guitar. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys follow those pages where, you, like, those dudes are fucking amazing i don't yeah it's neo sometimes i don't know like sometimes I, I follow some like guitar you know insta like music jazz instagram accounts yeah, yeah, yeah. i'll see like a couple of different people pop up i see a lot of both pick kind of stuff yeah yeah on there. they're popular in there but they're not really that's they're not they're more kind of like fun funk yeah yeah pop i guess i don't know exactly what you would say they are hi funk yeah, Probably. in a way, yeah. Yeah. There's so many like subgenres now, you know. It's yeah. like, how do you? <laughs> I get scared to even say, yeah, to, to even like... like say like a genre sometimes because I don't even know because there are so many. I don't. 
Yeah. Like no, alt, if I'm using the wrong alt funk word, yeah, jazz funk or whatever. trip yeah. trip hop, uh, <laughs> yeah. metal, trip hop metal. Uh, yeah, and now it used to be like, uh, do you like the Beatles or do you like Elvis? And mm. and now we got like, well, I they were like they were really split up. There yeah. was like that was the big that was the question. That was the big like political divisive. Yeah, was, you got your Beatles people over here, your Elvis oh, yeah, people over yeah. here. The King. Yeah. Was that the was that was that like a a thing was that a? I think so. I feel like that feel was like, like different like times. Well, that was it? like a. It was the, the that was big Elvis precedes uh, the the Beatles. Yeah, he, well, but, that's true. That but true. but they did they work on. I mean, like from oh, I didn't I just didn't know in the se- like late sixties, seventies, and eighties they were both uh, active. Yeah. Well, and they were both already huge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, didn't like. Paul McCartney? No, I'm thinking of Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson dated Elvis's yeah. daughter. Yeah, he did. Or something. Yeah. Which that was even a whole whole different era. That's like jumping up 20 years. Yeah, so I don't know what time scale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's no. true. It is true that Michael Jackson dated um, Elvis's daughter. Right. Yeah. That's. Uh, I don't know what happened with that. Or did they work out? Uh, I, I think they didn't work out. Okay. I, think, I think she was a little too old. For was she? Okay. I'm gonna have to guess that it didn't work out. Yeah. Due to uh, <laughs> other, other historic did. and iconic <laughs> things that happened after that. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and talk. Uh, let's talk turkey, man. Let's talk music. Sure. I I I'd like to hear. I I usually ask, you know, the guests to to tell me about their their musical journeys. I've, I would really love to hear yours. Yeah. Um, well, so uh, I guess like, so do you mean like starting you as like a kid? Maybe sure. or like wherever you think. Day one. Uh, day one. <laughs> I was born. Uh, yeah. Well, in, so in the I waiting room. I started playing guitar probably when I was like, like more seriously, like maybe fifth or sixth grade, mm-hmm. um, and I did. I, I really learned a lot from like uh, like worship team music, you know, because I like went to a church growing up and I did the whole like praise band thing and like um, you know I, I I don't do that anymore, you know. I'm not religious really at this point in my life, but um, that was like a that kind of music was real foundational for me. Yeah. Um, and then. You know, kind of started writing my own stuff when I got a little bit older, and uh, then uh, you know, hooked, linked up with Brennan, and we started doing couch jackets, and then that's when I really started embracing like bass guitar. Yeah. Um, when did you guys form couch jackets? Uh, we formed. We did couch jackets um, when I was nineteen, so I think um, that was oh, like. Wow. 2014 was like when we first started nice um and we actually started the band uh in boston uh with a different drummer we lived with him and his family and um it things like didn't work out with them and it was it got real awkward oh really because we were like living with them so oh no we like so we you know it's like kind of a hard start and then uh and then you know we let we we left and didn't do anything for a while and then like pick things back up like maybe a year from then so maybe like the cow shack that everybody knows like probably more like 25th 2015 okay um, but it, we did start it 
we we were in a band technically called Couch Jackets in 2014. So hmm. whenever uh, you guys did those uh, that first uh, stint, I guess you would say, mm-hmm. of the Couch Jackets, do you think back about the music that you guys were making back then and the music you guys are making were making uh, like near the end of uh, Couch Jackets and just thinking, yeah, man, we were not as that good. <laughs> well. You know, it's weird how that works because, like, we were we weren't bad. I think, like, you know, like, uh, I think a b- bands just kind of like they need to get on the same like vision, you know. Um, and that was what was really hard about that time was it was like we we all like were different kind of writers, and so we all had different um, like approaches to how we did things and and um ways that we wrote songs and so like a a couch jacket set at that point like none of the songs would have made any sense together you know we were like oh yeah we were playing stuff that sounded real like jack white and then we'd switch and play something that sounded real like you know like like indie like soft boy math rock and like you know it just didn't none of it really like worked t- together really well so you, you uh, know which band i think uh really pulls that off well like having such a like a wide, wide range. range the beatles <laughs> the beatles exactly yeah. uh, i was gonna say uh radiohead man i feel That's, like yeah their range is is, in, is crazy it's like acoustic here electronic here just distorted guitar just whatever they want to sure. do synth and uh well and i respect it's like I respect a band a lot if they can pull that off because yeah, like sure. that's a yeah. that's a hard thing to pull off as a band like it's just oh, I don't shit. know um, that's a oh did the did, is it still recording yeah yeah um, it's doing something weird yeah I think it's done hello 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 no it's going enough of that oh, yeah okay it's going we're just not <laughs> talking so it's not showing it oh, okay it's gotcha. not showing it all right go ahead um. But yeah, like, uh, yeah, I really respect that a lot, and, because you have to really, like, I feel like to be really good at that, you have to really know yourself well, you know, like, you have to understand your sound well enough to, like, know where you can kind of, like, pick at the seams, and, Mm -hmm. like, push the boundaries and stuff, and, like, um, yeah, I, that, I, I really respect bands like that, so, the fact that Radiohead is able to like still do that. I mean, they're some of the best musicians I think I've like today, probably like, but I have heard Tom York's kind of an asshole. Oh, is he? Yeah, I've heard that, uh, but maybe he's just, <laughs> maybe he's just like so genius that he I don't just know. like can't help but to be like. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I, I wonder if any of these people aren't assholes. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> True. Well, yeah, and also it's like, I don't know, if you're, if you're like probably really. that gives him a pass, just if, like, you know. Yeah, but it's like if you're really famous and like you're just like minding your own business, and then somebody's like comes up to you and it's just like, you know, or whatever, and you're like, I'm just trying to live my life. You know, I could maybe see that, but also yeah. it's like, it's like that makes me respect the famous people even more who don't, who are really nice, you know, and can just sort of like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> they kind of just put that aside. Um, it- has has something like that ever happened to you where you're like out somewhere and somebody you don't know goes like, "Hey, you're that guy from uh from the couch jackets." You know, um, it's funny. Not really like, 
I mean, maybe like a few times in Arkansas, um, mm-hmm. but we had like a really weirdly big following in Lincoln, Nebraska. Are you how? I well, so it's a weird story. Like, so we we made friends. Brennan was friends with this guy who was in a band from out there, and they were like getting really popular. They were called Okito. And we set them up with a show because they were coming down to go play at South by. So we set them up with a show at this at the uh, Black Orange in Conway. Um, yeah, like I remember from a couple that place. Years ago. Yeah. And it was a really <laughs> yeah. good. It was like on a weekday, and it ended up being a pretty good show. We were working with the, these guys um, called Jam House at the time down here that were like really good at putting stuff together like that really quick. Um, and they were just so. Like they were, I guess they were just really grateful for that, and they liked us, so they decided to have us go up and play with them mm-hmm. um, in Lincoln. And but the show that they had us play with them was like their album release, like massive show. Oh, nice! And it had like seven hundred people at it. Like it was just like, and it, it was the biggest show by far that we had played at that point. Like not even nothing compared to that. Like I mean, uh-huh. we probably played for maybe thirty. 40 people tops yeah. at that point, you know. Were y'all like, so, nervous to see that many people? Yes. I would, in fact, uh, Brendan will, would probably beat me up for saying this, but he was so nervous, he was like throwing up. He was very nervous. And I was like, I was nervous, but I think I was more just like hoping Brendan was okay. <laughs> like, I was just like, you know, like, I was, I don't know, I, I was trying to keep it together. Our keyboardist was like really drunk at the time too and like but somehow we managed to play a really good show like we still managed to like pull off a really good show because we had we had practiced a lot for it and we knew like we need to knock this one out of the park because this is like a really we can't play a bad show and like we managed to you know just have a great one and then like uh, that just like opened a ton of doors up there. So we started getting invited to like do festivals up there. Oh, we started no like getting, you know, and they have like a really, you know, it's like, like their music scene was like flourishing. Like it was a place where you would go to a bar and you would hear, you wouldn't hear like a cover band play. You would actually like, they valued original music and like all of and that was like what people wanted to see at the, there so mm-hmm. um you know so like it just worked out really well for us in that way and we we also connected with this promoter up there who was like really helpful for us as well and so after like you know two or three years of just going up there from from that show um i remember we the last time i was up there uh I like I got to bring my girlfriend and um she, and it was like her first time and I was like we're we I was like I have to let you know like we're weirdly popular in this in Lincoln and she was like okay whatever and like not even shitting you I like we I went into the city and I saw somebody wearing our t-shirt and riding a bike like down the street and then like maybe like an hour later went into a coffee shop and one of our songs was playing on the like oh, on the radio in the yeah. coffee shop like it was like for whatever and and the show we played when we went up there was like you know there's probably maybe like 
couple hundred people at that one too. Like, uh-huh. I don't know why that happened. Like, I don't know what, it was one of the weirdest, most, one of the coolest things happened, you know, but uh-huh. then we go, you know, we do a tour and we go there and have a great time. And, but then we go to like somewhere in Kansas city or somewhere else and play for like two people in a yeah. bar and yeah. no one knows, you know, so there, there was a lot of that, way more of that going on uh-huh. than, than those big than those big shows. Not every know. town was a Lincoln. No, exactly, yeah. exactly. But no, oh, <laughs> nah, you're good. Dude. Don't worry I'm about so it. Sorry, man. No, nah, you're good. Um, For those anyway. at home, uh, John just uh, spilled the scalding hot water all yeah. over his oh, head. That was so, so, so embarrassing. <laughs> it, it looked like I peed my pants. I, I have water like yeah. on my crotch. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> no, it's all good, man. No, we're just joking. Yeah, he, that didn't happen. I actually, um, actually, I, I did pee my pants. No, <laughs> we're joking. We're joking about the, the tea spilling on me. Yeah, um, but yeah. So that was definitely like that was also probably the coolest thing that ever happened with the band too. Like I don't think that there was ever like like that was like our peak, you know. And probably like I mean, I don't know. We had some cool shows other places. It wasn't just like that's. Uh, that's a pretty cool peak. Yeah. Uh, for like an independent uh, band like this. Yeah. Well, that's a pretty fucking cool peak. Well, and it was a lot of fun. Like I, the most fun I had um, being in a band was probably like, which you couldn't do this now with, you know, the state of COVID, but just like organizing grassroots tours, like yeah. going around and, um, you know, finding some random place to go and like, Finding little, like, niches where, you know, there's, like, thriving art communities and stuff. And, like, you'd be surprised. Like, there was a lot of places like that in Texas. Um, You know, Tulsa was one of those places. Like, Northwest Arkansas was a really, had had some really cool spots, too. And, like, um, yeah, just, like, and we kind of, we, we, anyway, that was just a lot of, oh, did that break? It doesn't work. Oh. Sorry if I distracted you. I, oh, I no, was no, listening. No, you're fine. That was um, a jewel, guys. <laughs> my jewel. Uh, my backup jewel, jewel doesn't work, so I, I pretty much have no backup jewel. Dude, that sucks, man. Yeah. I've been hitting the jewel the last couple of days, so I'm yes. like, I'm jonesing myself a little bit. Oh man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like that was just a really fun, you know, because that's the only way you really can do it when you're like independent, you know, because um, I mean, really. I don't know. We never cracked the code on getting signed. Like I could, I never could figure out how to do that. Couldn't like, hack it. Yeah, like I don't know how people, you know, like just that just wasn't in our cards, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, is is getting signed still like as huge as it used to be? I mean, it's pretty big. It's pretty big. I don't mean. Yeah. I mean, I'm not in the music scene. It's like. Talking. Well, and I'm probably talking out of my ass a little bit too, but like, I think it just depends, you know, like, it definitely doesn't matter for a guy like Chance the Rapper, who like, was independent and just got so popular, you know, because at that point, it benefits him to not be signed because he just gets all the money for what he's doing, you know, so if it's like, if you can, I think what's cool about that about like the internet and the way that music works right now is like you don't really have to um depend on labels like you used to like you can just um 
you know, if you write a song that blows up or do something that's like cool enough or, you know, just like catches people's attention, then you're, you know, go viral. You could. Yeah. But like, I also, it's also weird because I don't know if there's as much money and there's definitely not in music, you know, these days either because like. You know, people make like a half a cent on each, you know, right? Every, every stream, yeah, every like 10,000 streams. Oh, really? I don't know. Yeah, I'm you just, don't make hardly you don't any make money. Any you money. don't, it's, yeah, you make like I'll bet if you had like I don't know what it is for Spotify, but I know with like YouTube monetization, like, they changed yeah. that. Um, wait, what did they change it for? Well, they they changed it to where okay, so it used to be right if you saw something on YouTube and had an ad on. It meant that person was getting money. For yeah, it. I they changed I that, and oh, now yeah. now just because your video has ads on it doesn't mean you get paid for it. So how do you it's monetize? Just, it's just stuff that I, I assume it's a lot harder now because YouTube's making money off stuff that they're not That's... giving anyone anything for. Yeah, right, not creating. So. Yeah, I don't know. Like they must they've changed that pretty recently too. Yeah, right? that was like in like the last like month or two. Yeah. Oh. Um. Which that sucks. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's definitely some great. Because you, did, you didn't make any money anyway. Uh, I think you would make like, because I I worked for this lady who had like a she had like a baking channel and um, her most popular video had like a hundred thousand views on it or something. Uh huh. And she had made like thirty dollars or, or off of that many yeah, views. Yeah, off of that many views. Oh yeah. man, that's I didn't it know was, it was. It was like nothing. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, and maybe that was because she like, it could have part of it could have been because she didn't monetize it like till later a little bit later into the process of it uh-huh. being up. She could have had uh, forty five dollars. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now I think I think the money with those type of things it comes a lot from the sponsors. You know how, yeah. you, especially like on uh, those reviews review channels. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the money comes from uh. From sponsorship, yeah, yeah. tries to sell you a Casper mattress in the middle of like the tutorial that he's doing that has nothing to do with it. That you know what I'm talking about? No, yeah. I didn't know what you're talking about. Uh, I'm sure that guy gets paid pretty well too. I think you can also like pick how your videos are like monetized. You know, so if you want it to just like be one trailer at the begin or like one commercial at the beginning, but you can also do one where you just like have a ton like yeah. spread out throughout yeah, that's the true. video. You know. But that's just like annoying at that point. Yeah. Like, why would you want to? I don't know. I I guess to, to make money. That's why you would want. <laughs> you would want to do it. Um. Yeah. Can I can I say something about the couch jackets? Sure. Uh I don't know how many people felt this way around here, uh, with with, you know, you guys, but me personally. I remember hearing you guys like on Spotify and shit. I didn't get to watch you guys uh, until like way later, but I remember hearing you guys on Spotify and thinking, "This are local guys can sound like this," <laughs> and it, it made me it made me uh, hit the practice room a lot. You know, yeah, it really inspired me too. Cool. Yeah, That's and cool. I, I mean, Toby, how do you feel about that? Yeah. Were you inspired by the couch jackets? Oh, well? of course. Uh, I was. Yeah, I was really inspired by you guys. I, yeah. I mean, you guys putting together like I don't know. I just it felt like you guys 
just to, I don't know. You guys were putting stuff together. That was dope. And that was awesome. Yeah. And you guys were making consistently good stuff. Yeah. And I mean, I don't think that, I mean, I don't think the streakers would have been. I don't know. I don't think that we would have been. I guess we played. We played with the streakers. What we were. Was that was we it that at the Hot Glory House? Did we yeah. play with y'all there? Like I was think that the first time. I don't know. I don't think we ever got a chance to. Did oh, we ever play we at the Hot Glory House? I played at the Hot Glory House in like a different band. Band that was okay. That dissolved pretty quickly. Well, cause you we guys, played, you guys played here at this house. You were. We, yes, your, we did. Yeah. We did play here. Yeah. I know that. And we did. Uh, I think we did something with the with the streakers at uh like on Fayetteville radio or something like it was uh oh um you remember that no i remember that i remember uh <laughs> no that was uh that was a. Uh, I remember that that was a chimp 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 we played a show oh, chimp, chimp, chimp. we played okay. a show like afterwards uh <laughs> somewhere sorry but... i got to well it's no no it's, chimp, it's, chimp chimp was sam, sam sam's yeah. other band okay yeah oh and uh wilson hatcher that i was talking about earlier was the is the uh the guy that was painted up in clown makeup at that so time. He was a vocalist? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was real entertaining. I remember that guy. Extremely was, entertaining, yes. <laughs> That was, guy was great. Um, Have you yeah, seen... I, uh, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I, I appreciate you guys. And I think, I lo- I think what John was saying, I, don't, I think that seeing you guys kind of help make it seem more like a possibility to be doing... Yeah, exactly. ...this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I legitimately had that reaction, like... Local guys can sound this good. That's yeah. how I yeah. felt. Well, you know, I think it's interesting because, like, um, you know, like, local... It, with a lot of even, like, other local bands that I've seen, like, around the... You know, in other places, um, they, they're always kind of, like... There's, like, bands that are, like, really good and they're really fun and then there's bands that are like really good because they're really technical and Mm -hmm. like um but it's always very random you know like people a lot of music scenes will have just like they'll just have these like random little pockets of like genres that are thriving in their own separate areas you know and like because you think I don't know you think about it kind of like what you're saying like with local music it's like like local music sounds this good and then like more popular music sounds better you know mm-hmm. like that you would just kind of maybe put that together in your mind but I feel like it's more just like local music is more random like it's more like you know it, it's just you've got like a a crazy metal band over here followed that's like amazing by... or followed by this like yeah. <laughs> indie pop you know duo yeah. over here or like you know and you're all trying to work together with like what you have and yeah. I don't I know, know you, you, you play with like a on a bill that where you've got like you've got like a high school cover band but they're like they're like spliced between like a, a bunch of dudes in their 40s playing death metal and oh then yeah like, you know like <laughs> and then you guys like you know are like your band is like kicking it off like that kind of shit um i don't know does that make sense i guess oh that makes complete sense Um, so it's like that was always cool to me like it was really cool to like go to a show or be on tour or something and like you just see a band and they're just like fucking awesome yeah it's like who the fuck are you guys like what do you you know like but they're like don't sound like anything like because they're just like they're just doing 
they're them. just in their own little pocket, you know. Yeah, but I. Then, yeah, sorry. No, go ahead, finish your. Well, I was gonna say, then you see bands that are like, like we saw. I saw this band one time that was like, uh, it was like, just so chaotic that it was like kind of scary because the guitar player was just like playing solos the whole time, and then like the the lead singer was this, and they were all kind of these like these you know guys in their fifties, but it was like two girls and two guys and uh the guy was just like shredding solos the whole time and then the drummer was just like playing this like basic beat and then (laughs) and then the lead singer was this lady who was just like reading poetry into the microphone while it like every all of it was happening how was it how was the the outcome though (laughs) it was just so chaotic like it was just like i was it was like I don't know. I don't know what. I mean, it was fu- it was fun. It was, it was I, re- like I remember a, it, you know, but I couldn't hear the poetry it, it, over it the guitar solo. It sounds like solos. a like a like a comedy sketch. Maybe well, but pro- but an unintentional <laughs> one, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, this was uh, real life. You know, or it's just like so abstract that only some can get it, you yeah. know. And I just you wasn't in that. I respect them. T- getting out on that uh, branch, you know, stepping out on that limb. Yeah, you guys were playing in a tree. Yeah. Yeah, Played they were playing tree. in a tree. Yeah, they stepped out on the branch. On the branch or... Yeah, that'd be cool. A treehouse <laughs> venue. That's pretty. That'd be pretty. Oh, cool. that would be cool. Like yeah. just the stage on, you would on, need on top a lot of a tree. Of, you would need like a lot of power. You need like a, a generator or yeah. something to power everything because you wouldn't have like electricity in a treehouse. You, you just have the uh, electric people come out and you know, uh, wire it up. Wire it up. Yeah. Wire, wire up the tree. I guess. Wire you, up yeah, the tree. That's true. If there was like a legitimate, thing, if, if this wasn't just something that you know we were doing in like you know a backyard or something, then, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, I'm just saying it'd be cool, you know. That maybe, is cool. Maybe somebody. I, uh, I really hope that at some point, like I hope that we haven't seen the end of, you know, festivals at like you know. I hope not. Big either. shows, you know. Like I mean, if it's, I, I totally it. understand if it's like, if it, you know, it's not safe. You know, and for like even the next couple of years, I mean, hopefully it, it would. Yeah. Hopefully we'd have a solution by. We have know, a vaccine now. We have two vaccines. There's one kind of in the works, right? I know that much. What was that? Like a, with the vaccine, we have, it's like we have two of them. They just have well, they haven't been approved yet. Yeah. But they they are probably going to I mean fairly soon. Well, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, but but even then, I mean, I don't know, I don't know what, I don't know what this is gonna. What are the lasting, you know, impacts gonna be? I don't really know. Yeah, yeah, I'm tr- I'm trying not to put too much hope in, like, until things like feel like yeah. they are really better, you know. So, anyway, um, but yeah, I miss the being in huge groups of people at festivals and shows and that kind of stuff like it's a lot of fun i mean i even miss like house shows Mm -hmm. happening yeah house shows those were fun i I don't know i I feel like you miss what everything yeah Yeah. house shows are like i i hope i'm not getting too old for them you know because because i'm like at the point where like like if if a house show is like you know, one thing if you're looking around and everybody's like, you 20. know, in their t- <laughs> early twenties, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm. I, I mean, I'm only twenty six. So I just it's turned like twenty seven, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like. But I understand that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 
I mean, I still think they're fun, but, you know, you just kind of, you know, like, you get... I think it's cool, like, what I would hope to do as, like, an old dude who's, like, trying to help with the scene is, like, find a venue, you know? Like, yeah. find a place that, like, I could be the responsible adult if the cops show up, you know? Yeah. And I'm, like... I got it under control, you know, like, or whatever, just sort of, because you, because music scenes really need that. I mean, it's like, whenever any place like that pops up for a while, it's like such a blessing, but, but it's so hard to keep places like that up, because, yeah. like, you know, they're just, uh, I can't remember if it, what the place was here for it a was, while. There was a place, Sonic, uh, was it Sonic Temple? Sonic Temple, okay. Yeah. Where was well, there that? Was, was that who you were thinking of? Rock. Yeah. But I was thinking that this place that was downtown, it was like an art gallery. Oh, uh, yeah. Black, are we talking about Black Earth? Yes, yeah, I think that. it was Black Earth. That yeah. shut down that fast. Went, that yeah. did not last. But I never even, so I never cool. even went. It was I so to go. It was a cool place, yeah. It was such was a tight once. place, and the guy that ran it was so cool. Yeah. And it was just like, you know, I don't know, like, I, anyway, it was just like a, such a, worth being remembered is like a really, you know, awesome sort of step in the right direction, yeah. you know. Yeah. But, I mean, but, even even Black Orange was pretty cool. Black Orange was Black sick. Orange was cool. Yeah. I Black only Orange went a few tight. times. Me too. But the big stage, you know. Oh yeah, the outdoor the one. Outdoor yeah, one. Yeah. I guess they had kept the indoor one open for a lot longer. Yeah, um, I think so. Well, the, they had a lot of like uh, like acoustic acts just come up there, you know, like one man playing guitar and singing. From and they did that like actually in the inside the in inside the, the shop. Yeah. 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 No, but that uh, that little what do you call it? A deck? Yeah, they had like yeah, that, that wooden deck, and uh, yeah, that thing was sick. It was nice. It was well, fun. I'm talking about the um, that built the side building. Did you ever go? Do the one with the, the peacock. Yeah. They didn't have peacock on it back then. Oh, yeah. I didn't know they played in there. No. Yeah, so that was um, to me. That was a sick. I guess somebody. I think what happened was somebody else bought that area or they bought that building and it like wasn't affiliated with the Black Orange anymore. But Jeez. for a time period, they had that. That was where they had shows, and it was like this big room and it had a stage that would like was like I don't even know how it got amps up there. It was like eight feet tall. And you just like Whoa. stood like you just towered over everybody <laughs> up like up on this enormous stage. It was just super unique and like just really cool, you know. It's a really yeah, cool no, spot. I've never been there. I've never been in there either, man. That's how I know I'm kind of an old old head a little bit in the yeah. music scene because like that was a tight spot, <laughs> like you know, like you know that was a sick. Yeah, back uh, when I was in high school, we used yeah, to hang exactly. out. <laughs> exactly. Man, I do want to. I want to oh, open shit. a venue one day. For real, Once, yeah. yeah. I mean, you me kind of started that pre-COVID. Well, I mean, that was the house. This, this house is a great. Yeah, place. this house is yeah. a yeah, great. Yeah, I wish. Spot. I wish we could still do spot. that. Yeah. Um. Shit. Yeah. But because we had some really good shows here too. Yeah, um, I I like all the networking I got to do while we were doing that, or even at, at Toby's house. Uh. What? Networking is so much fun. That's like the most fun part of being in a yeah. creative project, I feel like. Just well, like, just in that environment in general, that community. Yeah. Networking. Sure. Networking. <laughs> I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm good at networking. I I don't even know. 
how you're supposed to do that. You seem like a guy who would be good at networking. Well, I, I, maybe I just don't think of it as maybe I just don't think of it as network. I don't know. I feel like it's. I feel like I was never. Oh no! If you go in there thinking I I need to network, I I need to network. network. No, it's more like you go in there, you have a blast, and then you leave going like, "Oh, I met a lot of cool people today." Oh, well, I guess yeah, kind of. It's like you don't think about networking. You know, until afterwards. Oh. You know. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, that maybe yeah, that'll you know help saying. me next yeah, time. If you yeah. Next time I go out to network, I'll just not network. And right. Not network. Like, yeah, don't I know network. what you're saying. If, fun. You, if you go in and you're stre- if you're stressing about it. Yeah, it's too know, much pressure. Like you need to talk to these yeah. people or these people. Yeah. Every time I've tried to network, I've yeah, it's ended with me just Fail. feeling like uh, a giant outsider. Well, yeah, like 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 me like trying to like, hey guys. Uh, like just like sneaking my way into conversations, yeah, yep. and like I've been there. So you know like, what? Like, trying to sell myself. If I know somebody a... who I think is really cool and they do that, I like think they're so much cooler because like if they're not just like a real like you know if they're not just like shady and like like ignoring everybody, you know, yeah. like there's somebody who actually being is aloof, like trying to engage, like a you socialite, know? yeah, like somebody who's like trying to or just like even if they're doing. Even they're like being awkward about it, like they're just like, they just make it obvious that they want to hang out and talk, you know. Yeah. Then it's like, yeah, this is a cool guy. Like they yeah. want to, you know. And it's anyway. That's that just makes it easier on my end because I hate like, I know what you mean. Like it's so hard to, like just to make friends to make friends that yeah that you don't. That's, you're I, in a new place or you're you know around new people or whatever i have been in situations where like i'll approach a group and like make like a funny remark about something and and i'm accepted and it, it feels good obviously mm-hmm. but i have also been in situations where like i try to infiltrate a group and i just bomb <laughs> like yeah. fucking hard yeah and i'm just like i i, I immediately think oh man it's like sitting at I the hope wrong they lunch table kind of yeah. yeah i hope they don't realize that i said something pretty much <laughs> I hope that's why they're silently not laughing at what I said. Because <laughs> yeah. they didn't hear you. They didn't that. hear me. Yeah. That's that's what happened. They just didn't hear me. I was just talking too quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Let me try again. <laughs> no, I, uh, I if I bomb the first time, I, I probably won't muster up the courage to, to try again. Yeah, For a few months. <laughs> For yeah. a few months. <laughs> No, I I gotta I, just hide in my bedroom for like <laughs> for forever. Dude, Recharge. that brings me back memories of uh like being like twenty one, twenty two, and like going to uh a bears den here locally. Yeah. And like making an ass out of myself so bad <laughs> yeah. that I think I can't go back to bears den for at least two months. Dude, you know it's <laughs> it's so funny because I was thinking I was thinking about this like so I used to uh. I used to work at Zaza's when I was 19 uh-huh. here in Conway. Yeah. And, like, you know, that was, like, seven years ago. You know, yeah. like, I've lived in other states. I've done a lot of stuff since then. But, like, when I worked at Zaza's, I was so lame. Like, I was such... Like, everybody that worked there was older and cooler and, like, had tattoos and, like, were in bands and stuff. And I was just, like... I was just so lame, you know? Yeah. Just this uh-huh. 19-year-old with, like, my first job. Like, I don't even know why I got hired. And, like, I went to get a salad there today, and I remember just, like, walking up there thinking, like, like I'm going to walk into the Zaza, and I'm going to be lame as fuck, because, like, I was so lame back in the day, you know, and I and I went in, and I, like, ran into this old guy that I used to work with, and, like, we, we had a really cool conversation, but I was just, I walked out, and I was just like, 
God, I'm being so dumb. God but damn. Like, I got way know. cool. Wait, 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 I'm like, wait, wait. wait a minute. I'm, I'm, that was seven I'm, years ago. What when, I, when did I get so cool? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it was like, I don't know. Like, I, No matter what happens in my life, I feel like every time I go to Zaza's, I'm yeah. going to feel like I'm lame. Seven, because yeah. like, no, uh, I got the same experience because uh, I told you I worked in the kitchen for nine years and shit. Yeah. I started there as a dishwasher when I was 17. Uh, and I remember, like, not only was I just the same as you, the lamest fucking person <laughs> in, the, in existence, like, you know, in that vicinity, uh... The the older guys that were there were some fucking dicks. Like oh, they were sucks. not nice to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So going to work was that same situation of like, God damn, I'm so fucking uncool. I'm not cool at all. <laughs> yeah. It's easier to look back on it now and kind of find it funny, uh, but because you have an outward perspective. But I get that, like, because when you're, I mean, when you're that age, you're like freaking out a little sure. bit because you're like, that's everything. Yeah, is, that's your whole is life. What How cool people, am I? Yeah, is what people. What they know, think of you? What they yeah. think of you? Yeah. Especially people you think are really cool, you know? Oh like, yeah. Like yeah. People you look up to. People that are three years older than you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's sad, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like a few more tattoos than I do. Yeah. Like, um, or like, I don't know, just alt mid 20 year old cool. Like, I don't know. Yeah. That's who I always thought was cool I, uh, when I was yeah. like Looking 17. Back, <laughs> how, how, is their hair dyed? You know? yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, do they, are, will I ever be cool enough to dye my hair? You know, like, I, I, I wonder. <laughs> I've dyed my hair once, uh, just like on a whim, and it was like red, and I I looked like an ass. <laughs> I looked like a fucking idiot. So I try to dye it back to my regular hair color, uh, and my hair color is somewhere in between brown and black, depends on how the uh, the, the light the hits light. it. Yeah. So I got like what I thought would be a dark brown, and it just it was not dark at all. It was just brown, and I, I had like I had like frosted tips for months. Hell yeah, dude. I support it. Yeah, I'm thank you. It's kind of awesome. Yeah, yeah. Just, no, it was, you should have yeah. just owned it. Man. I, I mean, yeah. I kind of had to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you don't have a choice. I, at that point. Choice. I, was, I didn't want to shave my head, you know. Uh, but yeah. whatever, man, it happened. Yeah, yeah, it happened. Sometimes I think back on like the people that I thought were like you know cool when I was uh, you know when I was younger when I was like in high school when I was looking yeah. at people and I was like man that guy was that fucking dude's... lame yeah I wonder I wonder because like these are people I don't you know I don't keep up with yeah. a lot of these people uh-huh. a lot of the people I thought were cool in yeah high school yeah you yeah know? but I think like man. how lame are they like how lame now, like, some people, were they some people you know? are very or were they just really Really cool. Some I think I think it's a it's a toss up, you know, because I feel like sometimes people that you think were cool. I'm thinking about people that are older than me that I never even like really like talked to. Oh, okay, yeah, they were just like they were just yeah seniors when you were a freshman. You know, I was stuck on Facebook or something. I I went to high school with this kid. uh, I'm not gonna drop any names, but uh, he was a he was a really cool dude. Really like nice really i would say charismatic uh to describe him and when i was oh jared 
I'm just kidding. I made that name up. Jared. Yeah. Uh, no, when I was like 22 or 23, I ran into him at uh, Los Tres Potrillos, and, and he was uh, bragging to me that night about how uh, he had uh, smoked meth before going into oh, that restaurant. Man. And Damn. I was like, Yeah, you kind of lose you your cred at that you point. You hit a little like, fucking yeah, bump on the road, man. Yeah. How how you don't realize you're at your rock bottom is uh you know you it's pretty depre- it, yeah. depressing it, to me. Meth is very uncool. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> like you know some dr- like, maybe some other drugs are cool. But, I I like, feel like meth and crack yeah. are are the two yeah, the only two drugs get, that are like that, yeah. come on man. Well, crack like, and cocaine are I mean they're the same thing right? It is but yeah. I but feel crack like crack is like the but coke's not that cool either. I mean I don't yeah. know. I mean a lot of people like doing coke. I don't want to but. It's kind of lame, you know? I drug suck, guys. <laughs> to all the kids. Dare to yeah. be drug free. Dare to yeah. be dare. <laughs> Remember yeah. when we had to sign like Drugs contracts cool. in high school? Like yeah. in, in junior high? Even at the time, high. I was like, this is, I'm not going to keep, I was, yeah, like in, in high, junior <laughs> high. And I was yeah. like, I'm not going to, this is weird that they're making us do this. Yeah. yeah. Is this it's legally binding? Weird. Yeah, is this legally no. binding? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just. They, they come after they're you They're just figuring out later. more creative ways to guilt you into, yeah. into yeah. you know, uh, conforming. I wonder if they still show those videos that like uh, like one guy p- puffs the magic dragon and shit. I don't I know, know if you they, guys saw that They video. definitely made it seem like it was a lot easier to get drugs with those videos. That's true. Yeah, everyone you met was going to offer Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That, that was a big lie. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I wish. Yeah, exactly. Um, Just a random adult at the park. Yeah. And I'd give you drugs. Yeah, which you shouldn't take drugs from that guy because that's that's that's, that's, probably, that's yeah. a little weird. You're gonna the, end up doing meth from, with that yeah, guy. Yeah, the, ra- <laughs> the random adult at the park. Because one, it's like, why are you hanging out at a park? Like, how old are you? You know, yeah. like what what age are we talking? Are you talking? I'm in eighth grade. I'm in eighth grade. Oh man. Oh jeez. Yeah. <laughs> then who's this old guy at the Hank, who's also by himself at a park? No, yeah. he's cool. I see him every time I come here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he always cool. waves at me. Yeah, he's very nice. Very nice. He's always waving at me like this. Yeah, <laughs> come get some kid. <laughs> Gives me big thumbs up. Thick. His thumbs are thick. They're like. How do you give somebody <laughs> a thick, thumb, a thumb, thumb. thick thumbs up? How do you thick, do that? <laughs> real thick. This dude's thumbs are huge. Oh, I want to be like him when I'm a older. Trench coat. He's that guy that's you know. Older than me that I want to be. You were like, just looking yeah, up to. I'm him. looking up to him. Oh, that was one of them. That yeah, the guy in the trench guys. coat. Uh, you weren't uh, sure how cool he was. I wonder how he's late. doing now. You <laughs> know. Yeah. Um, I wonder if he was really as cool as I thought he was. <laughs> <laughs> he did drugs, so he had to be pretty cool. Yeah, right? pretty, drugs are cool. Uh, um, kids, <laughs> drugs are cool. Kids, drugs are very, they're cool. Don't um, do math. But yeah, or, meth is or cool. crack or cocaine. We gotta make up our mind on drugs here. Are um, they cool? Or are they not cool? I, what do we here's my my idea <laughs> on uh, on drugs. I I feel like you can you can do some drugs uh, responsibly, and yeah. I feel like uh, they can. And I'm talking about very specific drugs. Is that not recording? No, it. I think. Oh it, yeah, no, that's. I think it is. Yeah, that's you. I, there, you guys yeah. aren't. I talking. think I just need to talk closer to the mic. I'm realizing. No, you're fine. Well, okay. it's, it's been good. 
We were just listening so intently to John, and yeah. he got distracted by okay. his Sorry. So voice. here's what I was saying about uh, drugs. I, I think that you can do them responsibly, certain drugs. Mm-hmm. And and uh, like right yeah, here, this fine. is where I'm going to cut back in. Uh, I, I think yeah, you I'm can sure do some fine. drugs responsibly. I didn't mean to scare you. You, did, you frightened <laughs> the shit out of me, honestly. <laughs> I wanted to take it back. Oh, no, man. you can... You can develop somewhat you know you can really like introspectively grow as a, as a human being uh with some drugs yeah yeah i mean you could, i i suppose i guess it can like but you gotta be careful with that too oh definitely Especially with the you know with the head trip drugs because yeah you could it, they can make you think you're on to something yeah but really you're you're not you yeah know, like you, you can go that way because I remember, well. well, I don't know how much I want to talk about my drug use. You might want to edit this out too. But, Go ahead. Um, I just, I don't know. I remember having so many different experiences on psychedelics where it's like, you're like, I'm a, I, I'm having a genius thought right now. Like, yeah. This thought is so brilliant. And like, I can't even remember a single one of those genius thoughts. Like, what's, like, what's great is when you write them down and then you read them later. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah. There. They're not as great as you think they are. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes they're pretty good. Sometimes it just it, sometimes sometimes you read them and you're like that logic just doesn't even follow. Like, <laughs> but when it's going, it's like, that's like dream logic. Yeah. You're like, yes, that's it. You know, you're like, you think you've come upon yeah. something really genius. But yeah, well, I don't know. I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> I, I, I probably shouldn't say <laughs> say it actually it's not that I forgot it's just that I'm, I, I regretted bringing it up so uh yeah let's move on to the next thing all yeah. right that, uh okay here's a segue uh that <laughs> time that uh you guys threw that uh played that show here and you guys played it with the streakers I believe and uh, uh, as remember. a fundraiser Do you oh. remember wait yeah, yeah you yeah, guys opened up for the couch fund- jackets fundraiser it was oh a yeah, cancer awareness yeah. fundraiser. I remember that. Yeah, kinda. I don't know. I it's all blur. It's good it was show. fun. I had a good time that day as well. Uh, wait, was that the one where? Yeah, we, that one where we fucked up. Yeah, where you were like, oh, we had to restart. Totally, we had to restart a whole. Yeah, <laughs> we start the first song we did. We just we got off on such just a bad foot. Yeah. Hell yeah. And like. We, we were playing with great drummer. I'm not going to say who it was. We are playing with a drummer who wasn't usually a drummer. He's a great drummer, but we didn't have a lot of time to, like, practice. Yeah. And, like, you know, rehearse and all be on the same page. We, it, it seriously, it sounded like we were all playing different songs. It was like that, uh, the way you were talking about earlier. <laughs> but we were all playing the same song. Yeah. But it, it sounded like Sam different was things. just reading poetry. Yeah, Sam yeah. was reading was poetry. We were in a tree. <laughs> right. uh, but yeah, it. We just had to start over. I had a, I had a. Okay, I've had a, cash a balloon had to do that on my face. You had a balloon on your face. Oh, he was dressed. I was like dressed a, as. I was the only one there who was dressed. It was supposed to be. The I thought it was supposed to be a Halloween thing. I thought he was too. And I, I was dressed. I was though. dressed as uh, I was the only one dressed up. I was dressed as Squidward. I was wearing a brown <laughs> shirt and I just had a little teal balloon on my nose. Uh huh. And uh, I was the only one. It was uh, it were, was, yeah. It was the bold and the brash. But I had to. I just. It would have been so easy for me to just take it off, but I had to just commit. You had to own it. So you I, gotta. I that. Yeah. You gotta. I, I kept it on. 
I respect that for sure. For sure. And I, I wouldn't have judged you if you took it off, but the fact that you kept it on, like, tip of the hat. Yeah. That's sure. fun. Dress up for a, a show. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I, uh, I say I have to commit to something and it doesn't work out yeah it's like why did i commit yeah. to that fuck <laughs> I, I i showed my my parents youtube poop uh oh that was a bad <laughs> idea that was a bad idea that, it's, it's totally it's not the, they didn't think it's it was, not it's not it the style of humor of anyone over 20 <laughs> i'm 23 but, yeah and it's it there is a there's a there's a <laughs> one Drake and Josh YouTube poop that I swear <laughs> is the funniest shit I've ever seen. The funniest so, shit. Oh I like God. it. Yeah, it's YouTube double entendre. <laughs> but it's uh, it it was called uh, YouTube poop brownies with nuts, and it was ep- <laughs> it was the episode where uh, Josh joins the football team, and uh, it they took it off of YouTube for some reason, I, and I found half of it on Instagram. Actually, Nathan sent it to me. Um, it was but, too powerful. Yeah, it was too. Uh, it it really was. I mean, it literally like I I would try to find other YouTube poops that made me laugh as much as that one, and they just um, none of them it, could it's compete. So hard it to was find so a good funny. One. I don't even know why it was so funny. I I don't I I didn't I didn't realize until now that this was a, a thing. YouTube poop. YouTube poop. Let me see if yeah. I can find it. This John just thought I was actually showing just like people like shitting on. <laughs> I just I, I immediately thought like yeah that's uh, that's kind of what I thought what I that showed you showed parents. your parents like, you should check like, this out and just that's just... why I, I did that <laughs> thing like is that a good idea to show to anyone yeah oh let me see yeah. let me see one of these YouTube this is, poops this is just... <laughs> Wait, so this is not like really shit related? No, it's no. not shit related. No, I thought it was no. shit related. No, 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 no. This whole time usually. I thought it was YouTube shit. poop is like they take they take like old pre existing things pre existing content and chop they, them up. they just fuck they just do weird stuff with it. Yeah, and okay. It's I didn't usually know that was... pretty obnoxious, but yeah. Yeah. that one's just obnoxious enough, I think it's There's a there's a fine fun. line and it's it's there's such a low percentage of them that are like actually like that are good it's like tim Tim and eric energy kind of it is tim dude yeah i I also show my parents tim and eric it's same like they're just trying to catch them up yeah this is where this is where society is how do they feel about tim and eric i don't think they i don't think they liked it (laughs) i we didn't watch you gotta find the right stuff you know you gotta find i showed uh, them pierre eats the dream cream where he eats (laughs) I haven't, I haven't seen that one, but I, I'm, I'm <laughs> sure I would love it. He has a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's, it's definitely it's yeah they do a lot of the same kind of stuff. Yeah. I I just didn't know that that was uh what that was called YouTube shit YouTube, YouTube poop. poop. Do you YouTube say poop. YouTube poop? It's you YouTube say YTP. Poop. 
Yeah, YTP. Oh, uh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Now, well, hey, man, I know Look something new. No, I believe you guys. I believe you guys. I, I, I mean, I, that <laughs> I'm not telling tell you to look it up to. Makes me feel old. Oh, yeah, I'm not trying to prove right. it. I'm, yeah, I'm, uh, just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying. People actually call it YTP. It's, uh, it's some good stuff. You find some good. Yeah, call my dad if you don't believe me. Yeah, come, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, call his dad. He'll, he'll yeah. tell you. He's seen it. Oh, dang. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that show. Uh, you want to talk about how that show came together? I think that's a next good segue into uh, your film. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I, I guess at the time um, we were working on um, that the album um, Spud V Cancer, and uh, we had actually like started that album when I was going through chemo, um, and we had set up like a GoFundMe for that and we had done that show and maybe like maybe a few other shows too around that time um and I think we ended up raising like like a thousand dollars something like that and uh, nice. just like were able to donate it to the American Cancer Society and um yeah I mean it was like it was just a really good time I think for me especially like a you know, having different like creative projects that I could do that like were that help like it helped bring some purpose to what I was going through, you know, because like, mm-hmm. you know, a- as a creative person, like I was really grateful to have like artistic things I could do um, having cancer, you know, because if I wasn't, I feel like it would be a lot harder to make any sense out of something like that you know like spin it positive in any kind of way um so like you know that was really um in a lot of ways that was like a really helpful way to like kind of get through it too just Mm. um it's inspiration you You look at it it's it's inspiration for sure well you know like that's that's oversimplifying but no but it's but you're but you're right because like i think for me it was like uh you know, I, I think before that I'd hit sort of like a, uh, a, uh, drought in my, like, songwriting and, like, my, just, like, creative ideas in general, and then, um, you know, then I get cancer, and it's like, oh, and now I'm having all these feelings, and, like, now I have ideas for, you know, stuff I can write about, you know, like, I have, like, I feel like I have something to say, Mm-hmm. you yeah. know now about it and um maybe that's a little fucked up but like um uh, but like it's, it's you're it's venting you know yeah like it's venting but it's good it's it's kind of soul cleansing too like it's yeah. um it's something that really helps it helped me a lot like i rem- i remember at the time like when it first kind of occurred to me like wait a minute i can i can make a piece of art that's like about this experience like i can actually like make something creative and put creative energy into something about this really shitty thing that's happening to me Mm -hmm. um and it was like it it like i got like really excited and like it it made it seem like okay this doesn't have to just be all bad it can actually be like you know um i'm just making sure because i yanked that thing uh, it it can be like, you know, really worth something. You know, it's like it's. I guess you know, 
it's also like something that's unique to me too. Like now I know what this thing is like that like is supposed to be like really difficult. And I mean, it was difficult, but um, I also think I kind of, as far as people who get cancer, I, I had it kind of easy cause I got a kind of cancer that like is really curable, you know? Um, like I had, to, I mean, I, I still had to do chemotherapy and I like, had my testicle removed and stuff and like there's there's always like some fear and like some things that could could go wrong you know that like aren't likely to but they still can and so there's like fear with that but like you know I didn't really have to deal with a lot of that I kind of just um you know they diagnosed it I had the surgery to remove the testicle and then um and then I had to do nine weeks of chemo. And then now it's been like probably a year and a half since I had to do chemo. And uh, I just go in every three months and get a scan. And they they take some blood. And I've been in the clear ever since. So That's great. Um, That's good, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I, I mean, I know people who like, who had gotten cancer as well. And they're like still having to, like around the same time as me. And they're like still having to do have surgeries and have treatments and like stuff like that. And so like, I'm really grateful for, for in my case with that, you know, I mean, I guess think, you know, knock on wood, I make sure I I don't get anything else, Yeah, (laughs) but like you never know. So, um, no, I mean, it, it, it looked like, you know, like what you said, you're, you're very grateful Mm-hmm. that yeah that you restore your health do yeah you, do you ever have like uh i mean because you, you you mentioned you know you you still know people who you know they, they get cancer and then they're they're dealing with it for you know years and years i mean do you have any i don't know this might be kind of a weird question i mean is it do you ever feel like a weird like kind of like survivor's guilt i don't know it's um, that's the kind of situation where something like that could happen or if that's too personal or no no that, it's but. not uh but n- no i wouldn't i wouldn't say i do um b- because i think that like more so i have the i, I have the fear that something is like something else it bad is gonna happen yeah like it's like, not over yet that's yeah. kind of more like if there was like a lasting sort of negativity from it like there's it would be i would describe it more like that um i don't maybe down the line like i might i could maybe see myself feeling that way but like i yeah i don't know i don't think necessarily i've i've had experience with like um survivor's guilt yeah um but it's a good question yeah i don't know after after i started talking through it it I was like, probably not. No, well, you were you were curious, you know. Yeah, that's uh, a good question. I mean, I think like I mean there are weird like residual things for me that mm-hmm. are like, um, like I get like I still have like phantom pain, um, yeah, which is real? really weird. Yeah. yeah, like you know it's like I'll get, you know, then it's really personal, but like I'll get pain in my nutsack because yeah. like of the fact that there was something there and then it's removed you know and like so bad even at times that like i've i've like gone in to get it checked and they're like yeah nothing's wrong and i'm just like Mm -hmm. dang yeah i don't know what's going on you know and so it's like just a weird you know it's weird how that kind of you know because you've got they're 
doing stuff with nerves and they're, you know, just the, the human body in general is just a really... It's complex. Com- yeah, complicated kind of thing in the way that, like, your brain responds to certain things. And yeah. Anyway, but... Um, I, I, I do have a question. Sure. And uh, if it's too personal... Like we'll, we'll edit it out, and you don't have to answer it. We'll edit out that I have the question. Yeah. Uh, so like, whenever you guys held that show, that was really uh, cool to me because it, it not only said, um, oh, you know, these guys, these guys care about you know other people aside from themselves. This was a very kind thing that they're doing. Um, a month before that, uh, my mom actually passed away from cancer oh really yeah so i was really uh i I was really i guess i connected with with you guys doing that uh you guys didn't know that i connected on on a personal level on the fact that you guys hosted that show um and i i remember dealing with uh my mom's passing and uh i remember kind of contemplating like the possibility of 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 her death and it 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 was really strange to me i'm sure everyone grieves uh in certain ways that are unique but uh me personally it kind of like i i understood the gravity of it and i understood it in such a way that I could kind of like rationalize through it, mm-hmm. but part of me feel felt, and uh, I I think I still feel this way to a certain extent. I I feel like 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 I didn't get death. I didn't like it. Didn't just like click. Even though I understood all the concepts of it, mm-hmm. uh, and I I definitely went through a. A, a rough time whenever she did pass away um just the the idea of like death was really like un unfathomable yeah to me aside from just you know saying oh, well you know she ceases to exist oh no blah blah blah, blah. so I, I guess my question was uh you said that uh you had a, a type of cancer that has been removed you know could be removed like uh how how did you think about like the possibility of uh had it not been that way um yeah i mean i well so i've i have not had this i wouldn't say that i've had the same experience i mean i think you, you know your um your experience with it with your mom passing is like not something that I can relate to in the sense that I haven't had a you know somebody that closely related to me um pass in that way um for for my sake and from my perspective I actually really uh I really resonate with what you're saying because I think that it is it, it like um, it is a huge wake up call. Like it's, and it's one of those things that like, 
like you don't unless you've had an experience like that you don't have to think about it you know like you don't have to uh the thought never really crosses your mind it's like okay i'm in my you know my early 20s um my early to mid 20s i probably have like a ton of life ahead of me you know Uh like i've probably got so much time and like i don't even need like why would i even need to think about death right now you know um and uh you know for me like i like yes it was a curable cancer um but i had you know it's like even with you know like i had some other things that were kind of concerning too like um i had some kidney issues that they had found in the in some of the scans that like they're keeping an eye on and like you know, like I, I was a little bit worried about my immune system too, with all like the COVID stuff that's like going on, and like, I think that having that like really serious health experience, um, it definitely f- forced me to think about and like in a way have to accept death. You know, like, yeah. um, and I don't know if I necessarily like even like if I can say that I understand it or truly accept it or like I'm would be ready to die if the, if like it came time, you know, I mean, that's like it's so, right. It's so impo- impossible. But like I have, I have thought about that a lot. Like I've thought a lot about like, you know, um, if, if this were to happen, like if, if, one day, like, something happens, and I go to the hospital, and I don't, they tell me I, like, might die, or, like, I, you know, I will die, or whatever it is, like, you know, am I gonna be, like, mentally at peace with that? Like, am I gonna accept that? Am I gonna, like, be able to understand that everybody dies, and it's, like, a part of life, and Mm -hmm. that's just the nature of life, and, you know, um, and yeah, I mean, the only way I could really describe it for myself is it was like a big wake up call. Like it was like a, you know, never would I have ever even cared to think about that until yeah. like having th- that experience. And then it was like, I felt like I had to think about it. Like I felt like I had, I like, like if I didn't think about it, I was going to be like stressed because I knew it was like something on my mind you Mm -hmm. know it was something in the back of my mind um so i don't know if that like answers your question yeah it definitely does it does um you know uh, and it's a good question like i because that is like i remember talking to my girlfriend about it about some of that stuff and at one point and it was like you know it's just it's just heavy like it's just a heavy thing to you can't really talk about it casually, you know? Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like, it, anyway. Um, so, but I, I, and I appreciate a question like that too, because yeah. I think it's a really like, you know, it's a really important one that like I connect with a lot. So for sure. Yeah. yeah. Like to what, what you said earlier, uh, about, you know, being young and thinking, uh, I got I got so many more years to to live. Uh, I do remember like, uh, especially whenever like 
uh, my mom got like more sick and more sick i i remember thinking like like you hear about people getting cancer and stuff like that or or any other terminal disease and 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 you hear about like oh so and so's parent had this so and so's parent had this and and it's it's not something unusual you know it's not unusual but at the same time you think and i hate to sound selfish in some way egocentric but it, I, you're like no this this isn't happening to me yeah this can't be happening to to me it's weird right yeah well it's like you think of like the chances you know it's like what are the chances that i yeah. would get this thing and there's like there's so many things you can get to you know there's like, a lot like cancer is just one of them you know yeah. like that's the um I, yeah there's all kinds of it's weird man i mean this is heavy it's heavy stuff like you know because then it's like i don't know just like it, death in, in general i mean it's why it's i feel like it's one of those things that people have, no, nobody knows how it works so people have like been fighting wars over it yeah. for you know yeah. thousands and thousands of years and you know it's just like uh i don't know it's like a lot of and there's a lot of different ideas about it too you know like should you like is do you is the best thing to to just like live as long as you can no matter what you know like that's a good question i yeah. ask I myself is like know. would i want to be like you know 80 years old and like hooked to a machine or something if that if it came to that and like or should i would i rather you know yeah. i don't know it's just yeah, you know yeah you don't want to be like ungrateful for life yeah you know like you, you don't want to say like you know because that's that's a thing it's like a lot of like i heard i heard on the radio at some point you know like people young people tend to say like that they they don't they wouldn't want to live forever mm-hmm. and that they they wouldn't want to mm-hmm. you know live so long that they can't do the activities that they enjoy doing mm-hmm. but then like older people man like once it, it starts becoming like reality yeah yeah that's a big question that's yeah, a difficult thing to, to have to sort of figure out you know it's something you can't really know until you experience it. You know, you can't, yeah. you can't really know exactly what you would. I mean, I guess you could. And at that point, it's too late. You know, if yeah. You, if you're, you know, That's if you're true. gonna die, That's right? True. It's you can't go back and say, well, you, you can't go back regardless. Yeah. That's a scary thing. But yeah. It's a scary in general, thing. but yeah. Yeah, I think what helps me, you know, is it's like I just try to reassure myself that like, like death is normal it's okay like it's not like you know like it's it happens to everybody you know like it's gonna happen to everybody and Mm -hmm. so it's i think it's important to like cherish you know cherish life um of course but it's also it's important to not be so like so like put off by the idea of death that you don't accept the fact that it's like yeah a normal you know it's something that will happen to everyone eventually and it's you know and i i don't know like 
I know it's it's sensitive though, so I don't want to, you know, especially for you. Like I know with your mom, like that couldn't have been easy. Um, um, what? Okay, what bothered me the most is uh, contemplating the amount of like pain and suffering she endured during her final uh, weeks or months. You know, uh-huh. uh, as far as like uh, like. Um, Kind of like what Toby was saying earlier about, uh, you know, 20-year-olds thinking, oh, I don't want to live forever. That's ridiculous. I don't want to fucking do that. I I think, you know, I don't care how pragmatic of a person you are. Once it stares you in the face, you're going to you're gonna uh, not want to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and you can prepare all you want to, but, I mean, ceasing to exist, you know, that's a huge commitment. So, you know, how do you just say, okay, all right, my time is up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not there yet, you know? Yeah. like Thank goodness. Yeah, for real. And that's, I mean, that is why I'm very, I'm very grateful, you know, as far as I know, um all of that stuff is in the in the past you know so like you know i just don't have to think about death anymore yeah don't yeah <laughs> don't to, okay. like it's uh yeah it's not it's, it doesn't feel as pressing you know it's yeah like i can kind of enjoy my breakfast and be present and like yeah. do sort of yeah do things i like and not like you know well it doesn't I, have the pre- yeah the presence in your yeah. Aside from uh, like uh, death itself, uh, I, I, do you feel like your pers- your perspective has just totally like changed since? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think um, I think to an extent um, it has. Uh, I think I'm like. I think. But I guess in a way it hasn't too, like, because what what I mean by that is like I think on one hand, like because I've I've been through something very difficult, like mentally and physically, it's easier for me to um, to deal with Sorry. with certain difficult things in my life because I've because I know, um, like. I know that I was able to withstand this one thing that was really hard. Yeah. You know, so I like to tell myself that like, okay, I knew I could beat cancer so I can, I could handle this or I can do this. But on the other hand, like, you know, if I'm being completely honest, like there was a lot of stress associated with that experience. There was a lot of anxiety. There was a lot of frustration. Um, and there were, there were even a lot of physical impacts on my body that like even today still kind of linger, you know, like, um, like I get, I still get ear ringing, um, from one of the chemos that I took. And, uh, I, you know, that's not from musician being a musician. Well, I guess be. it could yeah. be. I <laughs> guess it be. could be. I was kind of, that was, I was really worried about that cause it, they were explaining this, this one chemo to me and it was like, yeah, this this stuff you have to like literally you're gonna have to drink so much water because you're gonna have to get it out of your system because if you don't it like 
might make you go deaf. Oh like, man. Yeah, it was like you're gonna have to like, and we like we'll even even to make sure we'll like IV water straight into your system yeah. because like yes and, please yeah basically yeah. yeah and yeah. I would just like pee every five minutes every time I was on that medicine I would like literally I couldn't do anything because I would have to get up every I five minutes to pee. I have the world's smallest bladder I promise <laughs> like if I yeah. if I drink two cups of water like I immediately. Yeah, get it go. out. Yeah, I gotta go to the bathroom, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, I don't know. I guess, like, really all I was saying is, like, it that I think it, I have a little bit more mental fortitude, but I think I also am a little bit more prone to, like, get uh, anxious and stressed out mm-hmm. just okay. because of that. It, you know, so it's like it was kind of a you know what is the phrase like a double-sided coin or like you know double-edged sword a double-edged yeah that's sword it. yeah um yeah so i don't know i mean like i try to like i mean i should honestly i should probably just like take way better care of myself you know like i think yeah i think i beat myself up a lot because like if there was any sort of survivor's guilt it would yeah. be it would be because I'm like living unhealthy. I'm living, yeah. Because like I, I'll smoke a cigarette every once in a while, or I like eat junk food, yeah. or like yeah. you know, like there's like a some kind of. Well, I, I'm still, yeah. Like I'm taking for granted something, you know. Well, you're still you're still uh, Ben Eslick, you know. You're still the same Ben Eslick you were right. pre cancer, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, I I I think that that's good mm-hmm. you know you you can still enjoy those things yeah it's all about moderation i think too. yeah mm-hmm. yeah i gotta like like i ate a salad for dinner that yeah. salad Today. looked amazing dude i'm so hungry right now <laughs> and i saw you eating that salad and i was like really oh, good. god damn this is a very good salad and it didn't have any like meat or anything it was like pretty vegetarian oh, i think yes. yeah um you know, I think that's good. Yeah, it's great. They tell me it is. Yeah. I just take their word on it. <laughs> right. Uh, right. I don't yeah, know the science be behind plant it. Plant-based, right? Yeah, yeah. plant-based. Sure. I know it's like, you know, you got to watch your carbs. Yeah. And, like, also uh, m- the meat industry is just, like, very immoral. Oh, so, yeah. like, have, you they... read, have you read The, uh, the Jungle? Is yeah. that no, by, I haven't. Uh, Upton Sinclair? Yeah, I haven't okay. read it either. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like about all that. Though, yeah, right? it's, it's like, the have hot you read it? Oh, you have? People or Can you tell me about it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, please tell uh, me. I, I'll get... Hey, guys, I listen to the radio. I don't know if you guys know yeah. this. But today they were talking about, like, uh, apparently they took away some, like, regulation to where, like, yeah, like, now, like, the chicken, like, plants... Like there was like some disease going through the chickens where they like developed these like big tumors, oh. uh, and like previously, yeah, those chicken they couldn't sell those chickens. They're selling tumor chicken. Oh yeah, they're selling tumor chicken now. Oh, that's. But awful. I mean, they they cut the tumors out, but like so they the, don't sell the tumors. The disease the is still like uh, I know in the, like the I, blood. A lot of, of those chicken plants uh, exploit uh, migrant labor. That too. Um, but I mean, at the same time, like that's another double-edged sword because uh, they, it's very uh, they treat them really unethically and they don't pay them, you know, peanuts. But at the same time, you know, uh, 
it's something. Those, those immigrants, they like, are are are. I don't want to say happy, but they they need that income, you know, and they're not gonna be able to find a job that pays, you know, yeah, well. At least, yeah, like you said, it's it's something. Anything is better than nothing at, at some points for some people. And what are uh, we gonna do about that? I don't know. I don't know what can don't be done about I that. Don't know. Gotta, I don't know. I'm I'm like. I mean, it, we should definitely do something for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. Like the the politics world is like sucks. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. You know, because like I don't know, like. I'm happy to get Trump out of office. Like oh, I'm yeah. very happy about that. Like, let's do it. Do I trust like the Democratic Party? Like, I don't really have much of a reason yeah. to trust them either. You know, like I, you know, yeah. like I, I gotta be realistic. Like, yes, I think Trump was definitely the greater of two evils. Um, but like, like. I, there's the Democrats are more polite. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah they're a little bit the, more. The... And that that's frustrating too. You know, yeah. like it's kind of like you gotta. Um, I don't know. Well, like, I mean, like think about it in like a real world situation. Uh, what would offend you more, like somebody like peeing on your leg? You turn around, and you say, "Did you just fucking pee on my leg?" And the guy says, "Nah, man, I, it's raining." You know. Yeah. Or you turn around, and the guy says, "Yeah, so." Yeah. What are you gonna yeah. do something about it? <laughs> yeah. What What would uh? Yeah. What would, you're gonna be upset regardless. Either way. Which yeah. Which one would uh, aggravate you the most? I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, those are both. Those would both be very aggravating. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, what it, and it could honestly it? maybe in like with that example specifically, I feel like it could go either way because if somebody was like denying it, it's like. Dude, stop denying it. Why are you doing <laughs> it? Le- I might even think to myself, like, at least tell me you're doing this to me. Because, yeah, like, yeah. like, you know, you're just throwing me off by saying that you're not. But then again, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just don't want someone to be mean to me. Yeah, 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 yeah don't be mean stop to me either. Don't be mean to me. Yeah, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, like, I don't know. I'll, I'll try to run up get away from you <laughs> push you away i i'm gonna be mad yeah that's what i'll do i'm gonna stay mad yeah, yeah exactly uh well uh i forgot to introduce you this way at the beginning uh my friend no i did introduce him yeah but i introduced him uh in terms of like you know his musical endeavors uh we're about to move into your film endeavors because uh my friend here ben eslick is also a filmmaker uh, he's working on a very special and uh, I assume uh, personal passion project right now. Uh, I, I do want to ask one more music question. Sure, yeah. Before we segue into that. Should we be looking forward to any uh, Ben Eslick project music-wise in the near future? Oh, yeah. Definitely. For definitely, real? yeah. So, um... I uh, and in fact, there's even some music in the movie. I was gonna play for the song. Uh, I was gonna play a, an original testicular cancer anthem song. That's Hell like yeah. about how I got diagnosed. Um, uh-huh. It's like written like a country song. Um, sort of silly. Yeah. It's like a yeah. Oh. Uh, but but that aside, like if, if you're asking more specifically about like serious like musical projects that I'm doing, like. Um, 
Yeah, like I, I don't know. Like I'm, I really, I've got a lot of song ideas, and I've written a lot of songs. Um, I'm mm. not very good at uh, production. You know, like, yeah, like that's mastering kinda, and shit. Yeah, like the mixing mm-hmm. and the mastering. Like, I just don't like. It's just very hard for me to figure out like how to make things sound good. You know, like yeah. that was always kind of where I fell short too. Like with Cowshack, it's like I I felt like I was better at the like networking side of it. Like, mm-hmm. um, but um, but you know, if I can get if I can get in a position, I think where I can like get a like. A studio or like some kind of setup um where i can like make like i can sort of invest more into that um uh-huh. then i mean i would love to like i mean i've got a lot of songs i've got a lot of like different ideas that i'm sort of messing around with like mm-hmm. um you know just st- stuff like that you know and i've got like a, i really want to start a project the name that I've got for like a solo project uh, that I'm sort of debating on is uh, Hot Toddy Karate. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. And I, because I, I think it's it's a really fun thing to say. It is. Uh, it's a little bit weird to spell, you know. So it's like for something that you'd be looking at all the time. Yeah. Like I don't know if that would work as well, but like I've definitely like, or if it should be like three words or two words or whatever. Um. Hot toddy. That's just the name that's kind of been stuck in my head for a long time. Like, hot toddy karate. Like, I like it. You know, I don't know. I haven't seen it written down though yet. That's true. Yeah, it's kind of messy written down. So, (laughs) I want something that just feels, you know, it looks good, it sounds good. Will I have a panic attack when I see it? Yeah. Will I? Will I? Just oh god, I can't. I cannot handle this many letters. Right. Yeah, that's so many letters. Like, it just looks like nonsense (laughs) on on a paper. Um. But yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I'm kind of like, I don't know. I I have a lot of like weird ideas and I've got some ideas that are like not that weird and just like music related stuff. Like I don't have like a set style really, you know, like some people do. Like I kind of just sort of, if I, I think if I did have like a solo project, I would just like put out a bunch of random bullshit that's you know that's fun yeah yeah uh toby i'm sorry i I cut you off we were talking about this earlier you know with like you know bands doing like different kinds of stuff i think i think when it's only i think when it's one person's singular vision i think that it's easier to get away with that i don't know yeah because it's it's still them it's still them and there's there's some there's like idiosyncratic how do you say that? Idiosyncratic. Idiosyncratic. Yeah. yeah, there's there's I things about that. a person yeah. that that will bleed through yeah, to yeah. everything Definitely, they do. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. one time I saw. I agree with that a lot. Yeah. I, I saw some paintings that uh, Bob Dylan did. I'm a I'm a big Bob Dylan fan, and I remember looking at these paintings and I thought, huh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. yeah, I can I can see his personality somewhat in there. In the, his art, in, like, in, his in all kind art, of forms yeah. of his art, That's yeah, sure. yeah. And I like like the visual side of it of it too. You know, like the, um, I, you know, like the creating sort of like a like a certain aesthetic with how you're like present yourself and stuff. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I like that too. Um, that's a fun part of the process. I I like how. Uh, I'm gonna bring this this band again up, 
bring up this band again because I, I also like their music a lot. But the visuals that go along with uh, Radiohead albums, I always think are very like for sure interesting, like yeah. really mm-hmm. like stimulate uh, some thoughts. I guess really, <laughs> I don't know how to say that. There's a really cool uh, movie on Netflix. It's like 15 minutes. Oh yeah, it's, uh, uh, I'm in a or yes, an, an, yes. What is it? An- anima, I think. Anima, yeah. Anima. Is it anima? Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah. Um, which he's like amazing. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. Like he's a great. His stuff's awesome. So, I. I haven't seen it though. I haven't seen oh, it. It's like, but I'm sure it's really totally cool. Totally <laughs> Upton Sinclair, dude. Yeah. Yes. It's no Upton Sinclair, <laughs> but it's good. It's awesome. Um, Shit. Yeah. Uh, anyway, all right. I well, man, uh, let's talk uh, Uniball. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, well, what do you want to What do you want to know about it? I I I guess like. It's about the big pins, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, Those... so I guess I, I guess I'll tell you. I can tell you kind of about the conception, because like. Um, yeah. No spoilers. Uh, yeah. Well, so, so originally, I actually had started writing. Uh, I had started writing, like, a show, um, and. It was supposed to be a show about a guy who got testicular cancer, and I had, I had written it and I had sat on it for about I, re, I wrote a pilot. Yeah, you know, it was like 30, hey, I'm gonna like, take some pictures of uh, of us doing this. Right oh quick. sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote a pilot and it was like thirty pages um, around, and uh, I went to and then I just kind of sat on it because I don't like I don't know anybody that makes movies you know like i didn't i didn't ever think that i could like you know it didn't occur to me that i could like make that you know and i had a few um i like i i started some some stuff with it like i was working with taylor snap and madeline snap for a while um on like production of the show and they actually helped me a lot with like sort of fine-tuning the script um but uh uh, but yeah so i basically what happened was i went my my uh one of my creative partners molly wheat signed us up for um the that film summit that they were having at uca last march and it was this one that mark duplass was um oh yeah was uh sort of you know he was like putting on he was like the main speaker. I don't think he was like putting it on, but he had come to sort of do some panels and stuff. Um, and uh, while I was sitting in this room, um, the first speaker was this lady who runs a crowdfunding company out of LA, and she was talking about uh, she was talking about like being able to explain movies like concisely. You know, like yeah. you don't want to like you need you don't need to set the mood. You need to be able to like to like get to the point really quickly, you know? And she was like, who, she was like, who in the, in this crowd has a, has a movie idea that they can explain right now in 15 seconds? Like, is there anybody? And like, nobody raised their hand. It was maybe like 200 people in this crowd. And Molly's like nudging me, you Uh-oh. know? So I put my hand up and she calls me up there and she was like, what's your name? I was like, Ben like, 
she was like, okay, tell us the name of your movie and tell us what it's about. And I was like, it's called Uniball and it's about my experience with testicular cancer and the days leading up to getting my ball removed. Like I just like said, like I, I, I think that's how I said it. Yeah, I'm not uh-huh. exactly sure how I said it, but Verbatim. it was like, it was like that, like that's as straightforward as I can put it. Mm-hmm, try. Everybody in the room laughs. You know, and then she's like, this is a comedy, right? And I was like, yeah, it's a, com-, you know, it's funny. It's, I mean, I mean, I was like, yes. I mean, it's, it's more than just a comedy. It's like a, yeah. it explores some very dramatic elements too, but sure. it's testicular cancer. So it's like, there's some funniness there you could kind of explore. Well, so I went and sat back down and I was like really jittery because I was like, Mark class is standing in the back of the room, you know, mm-hmm. like, what does he think about this? Um, cause it just got this really good response. Well, when she got done with her, her talk, um, she came up to me after that and was like, Hey, um, so our next panel is Mark's going to lead it and he's going to workshop like ideas live. And we've got two people, but we have a third one open. So do you want to go up and like workshop Uniball with him? Ooh. And I was like, hell yeah, of course I do. So I went up there and it worked out kind of perfectly because I went third. So I had a chance to watch the first two and like see how the yeah. process went, you know? You were able to uh, make the most of your time. Yeah, I was able to kind of like <laughs> deconstruct the situation and like, yeah. yeah, sort of figure it out. And um, and so, you know, when it came to me, we started talking about it. And uh, basically his advice to me was like, because at the time I was, it was a show. So I was talking about it like a TV show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was like, don't make a show. He was like, shelf that. Like, maybe do that later. He said, make a movie and make it like a, like a low-budget documentary so that you can shoot it. Mm-hmm. So that nobody, you don't need anybody else. You don't need to get like real professional this and that and whatever. Set it up so that the format is something that you, it will make sense for you to do. And make that. And then, like, you know, hit me up when you do that or something. Like, he had said something like that. And, like, um, so I was feeling super encouraged. And I went home that day and, like, started immediately started writing it in that format. And now I, I mean, I've had the script now. Uh, that was last, that was in March. I've written a script. I've revised it a few times. I've started kind of trying some film stuff out. And I've actually got a, uh, I've got an email thread with with Mark, that where we I've been kind of talking to him. It's a little weird because yeah. <laughs> I don't know the the tricky thing about the situation is like, he's a he's a famous guy, you know, he's like whatever level he's at. I don't even it's so far beyond Something. me, so I don't really know how involved or how much he wants to help with this. But I know a few things. One, I know that he's he's on an email thread with me. So he's like, if I ever like really need to ask him something, I can like hit him up and talk to him. And then also like I think he said that he would want he is willing to give some money. So like That's good. You know, yeah. like I I think that's really cool and um and I've actually so the other cool side of this is is that um this guy, one of the guy that actually set up the summit, the film professor, this guy Marty Lang, 
Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you uh, know he, he's not here anymore. No, he's not. He works at the University of Memphis. Okay, now. I didn't know that. Um, but he is actually going to use Uniball next uh, next semester. He's going to use it as his um, crowdfunding, uh, like his crowdfunding project with his crowdfunding class. Uh-huh. So we're gonna try to like work with it well he's gonna have his old class basically work with uh work with us to try and raise money money for the movie so fucking cool and like by april we're gonna try to have like between 10 and fifteen thousand dollars to like put to this movie which i think will be enough okay because i've it really is written like i'm gonna i'm planning to shoot it on my iphone like it's like that kind of movie you know because it's basically the idea is like the idea of the movie is like me and Molly, my girlfriend, who she's also going to be in it. We're playing ourselves. Nice. Um, we're a couple, and I mean, it's very similar to real life. I get diagnosed with cancer, with testicular cancer, and she is a filmmaker, and she wants to document the experience. And the movie uh, documents the like the day of the diagnosis to the surgery where i get the testicle removed it's like that those four days is what makes up the whole oh, movie okay. so there's like is you know this, uh, is this like a feature length yeah it's a feature okay. length yeah so it'll be the goal is for it to be like around 120 minutes okay basically or like an hour an hour and 20 minutes yeah um it's so ambitious it's actually 80, but it's doable. i guess 80 minutes technically um and yeah like it's uh yeah so it's like it's cool like i'm really excited i've never really made a movie before but i've got a lot of people like helping me Mm -hmm. and um and i'm feeling really good about it like i've got uh i've got i've casted my dad as my real dad in the nice like i've casted my real dad as my movie dad yeah Yeah. that's been really helpful because like you know he is like a really creative guy too so we like he, he we you know it's been easy to kind of work on that scene together and then i've got this guy do you guys know who adam fawcett is are you familiar with adam I, fawcett uh, man that I, i've heard that kind of sounds familiar but yeah, i know he's no, a, no idea he's like a little rock musician he's this really good guy okay. um uh he'd be cool to actually have on the show if you guys ever were looking for more people yeah um, yeah but uh he's he's just this really cool guy who's been a little rock musician for like 20 years or something and uh i've got him in the movie he's he's got plays my boss um so yeah uh that's kind of where things are at right now we had plans to shoot a um short that we were actually supposed to shoot this weekend Mm -hmm. um but uh we decided to postpone it because like covid cases are yeah going crazy right now so now do you uh do you have like a gofundme we can drop on on this podcast not yet um okay. but we we will i think we're gonna start that process in april like next april okay um so not not yet that and that's gonna be a big part of this crowdfunding class uh in the spring mm-hmm. is like trying to build up a base of like people who would potentially be interested in like donating, you know? And then I think we can only do the crowdfunding process. Like they have it set up where you can only do it for like, like 
30 to 60 days, you know? So. Oh, I've heard of this. Uh, uh, what is that called? Uh, I'm not sure. Like, like Spark or something? Seed and Spark? Yeah. About? Yeah, that's, that who, that that's who we're going to go okay, through. Yeah. yeah, Seed and Spark. And yeah. that's who did the... That's who came and spoke at that conference uh, at, at the film summit. Like, because they're... They are friends with Mark as well. So, like, mm-hmm. that's how they're kind of connected. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's kind of the... That's the that's the plan right now. I mean, it's very weird trying to make a movie right now. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm hoping that, you know, it, like, it's good. <laughs> yeah. You know, that it <laughs> doesn't sure it suck. At the, really, so. If um, you uh, need help uh, assembling a crew, we know a lot of yeah. kids. We went no. to film school. For sure. School. Well, I think... Um, that was me bragging. <laughs> I think we might actually need actors more than crew members oh, at yeah. this point. We know um, too. Um, you know, like... You know, I have an award under my belt. I know, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, we've so... And that's... I mean, that's also part of the reason why... Uh, it's been hard to try to like decide when to film anything because the way I wrote the movie, like it involves a lot of people, you know, because mm-hmm. like we have a scene where we like have a party and maybe I shouldn't have done that, but uh, like, yeah. but like I, but I wanted to do it because I felt like, um, I don't know, like I felt like one thing that was really interesting about when I had cancer was like everybody responded to it very differently. You know, like some people would say, try to make light of it. Some people would take it like really seriously. Some people would like tell me that like I should just smoke a bunch of weed. Like, you know, like just all over the place. So I thought it would be funny to have like a scene where like a part of the movie where you're just like getting a lot of different perspectives, you know, and like, everybody's sort of saying something else and they're all like connected to my character in a way like they're a friend or a family member or like something you know and you just get all these different sort of perspectives and ideas about it and it just sort of because i like i don't know i could have made it where it was like just a very small cast and like very few people but like those are those are good too yeah they they are and like there might be a version of the of this story or like some other yeah. thing I can do that's like that, but I, I really feel like with this movie that's I, your vision, you know? Yeah, exa- yeah, exactly. Like I want to. You can't just give up on. Well, and I just think I don't know. I just think it'd be a lot of fun. Like you get because then the, you know, like the more people you get involved, the more people want to watch. The it. more people want to yeah. watch it. Yeah, yeah, the more people are interested in it, and like I, like, it just sounds like a fun like a. Because they're all kind of smaller parts, too. So it's like, I just find a bunch of people and I don't need to ask them to do, like, that much, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, I don't know. Just try to, like, I don't know. It, like, that just seems like the way I want to do it. Yeah, um, but it is tricky, though. Like, casting is... Well, I said that's reason enough. Okay, okay. yeah. 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 Um, Casting is tricky, though, I'm realizing. Because, like... Why is that? uh, Just, like, casting people into roles. Yeah. Because, like... Because, like, 
I always feel bad if like one person fits better than the other and I have to like tell them, no, you know, man, like, that's just like the way it is. I, I, right. I mean, that's true, but it's just like, that can't I don't take know. that personal, do you? Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> but it's just like, I don't know. It's just like a hard, it's just a hard part of the pro. It's been like a difficult part because like, I don't know. I just, have, I've never made a movie before. So I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm very much willing to like, acknowledge the fact that i'm very like i'm very much a novice at this so i'm green i've just kind of found myself in a unique situation where like people are interested in this story um so i i think uh aside from just being interested in the story I, i think you're a person who can sell yourself really well i try to be i mean that's like uh you know like it was really encouraging at that conference when that happened. Like that was probably one of the highlights of my, maybe even my life. You know, <laughs> just like, like, you know, because it was so random too. It's just like I didn't even I didn't even remember that we were going. Like it was like the day before Molly reminded me, and I was like, oh yeah, we're doing that thing. Like that sounds cool. And then we went, and like that happened. And it was just like, whoa, like. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, it's, uh, yeah, that's, that's all I can really, that's all I really can know, know to say about. No, that was, uh, that was good info, man. I, I learned a lot. I thought that was really cool. How cool. That all, uh, well, I've got the Uniball Instagram. If anybody wants to follow, I'm, I'm doing some shameless self-promotion. No, that's now, what the like, podcast is for. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. That's the whole point of it. So I've got the Instagram. It's Uniball Film. I've got a Twitter and a Facebook. Uh, I think I'm also going to make a TikTok. Oh, um, yeah. That's how you get the people. kids. That's yeah. how you get the kids. Yeah. yeah, right. And so, like, that, and that one, I've, I've, I feel like I need to be a little more strategic with TikTok because, like, if you can sort of follow the trends and yeah. sort yeah. of get I don't know things shit about like, TikTok. Yeah. Do y'all have TikTok? I and don't. I don't. <laughs> no. I'm not gonna lie. I I know I'm old as fuck, but like I actually think TikTok's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it because it's I feel like because uh, you guys like have TikToks that like pop up on like your other Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Facebook feeds. and shit. Yeah, yeah, or like Instagram or whatever. Yeah. So, like, the TikToks that pop up on those platforms are, like, the worst fucking TikToks. Oh, really? Like, they're just garbage. Like, if you get, at least in my case, like, yeah. it's all the ones I don't, it's the things that for so long made me think, like, I shouldn't get a TikTok. It's because, like, like, it's like pop music. And, it's like um, pop music and, yeah, dancing. Yeah, and but there's like, also, like, the, the cool indie side. Yeah, that's that's the side of <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just, I, just I, I didn't yeah. mean to rag on pop music. No, no, but your pop can be cool. I I totally agree though. Like um like I think uh what's cool about TikTok, my roommate actually explained this to me. What's cool about it is it has like a really uh it has a really good algorithm. So like you're if you can if you like stuff enough and figure out like what you're into you know it'll like eventually it'll only show you that you know so like you're at this point it's like most of what pops up on my page i think is really funny you know and i don't see any of the dumb stuff that i don't want to see you know so like 
Anyway, I'll quit promoting TikTok. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Don't download China. Yeah. Download TikTok. Sell your data to China. Nah, I don't. Everyone's stealing our data. Yeah, the fact that China is irrelevant to me. Are you are you gonna do the? Okay, I don't know if this is still cool. This might not be cool anymore because uh, you know, trends die in like ten seconds nowadays. Are you gonna do the uh, skateboarding with cranberry juice and Fleetwood <laughs> Mac playing? No, but but that's just because I can't skateboard because oh, I'm damn. I'm very uncoordinated. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I would if I could. Yeah. I'll say that, but uh, I am. You don't want to see me on a skateboard. I will embarrass myself and you by association. So, okay. <laughs> I have not seen that. Uh, you haven't seen that TikTok? I haven't seen that How? TikTok. How? You haven't seen the guy? I don't have a TikTok. No, me either. But it's, it was it. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. The I, guy that's skateboarding and drinking cranberry juice. Fucking chilling. He's, he's listening to who? Fleetwood Mac? Yeah, it's Dreams by Fleetwood I, yeah, Mac. Yeah, I never, I, I remember it. No, I no, I've never seen it. Uh, it's honestly like, I don't I don't, I've been trying really hard to stay off. I get it. Social media yeah. too, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's I been. Uh, uh, did it? Did it catch any of that? I hope so. No, I I think it pop. I saw it pop up. When oh, okay. It, it, it popped up like. Like I said, I've been trying ago. to keep an eye on it because I'm yeah. sitting yeah. here, so I'm like. Toby, why aren't you keeping an eye on this? Oh, I, I, I <laughs> glance at it every now and then. Yeah, every now and then. Good yeah. enough for me. Yeah. What were you saying though? About... I don't know. Well, no, it was we're talking okay, about so Mad like, Dog. Well, I've been dog saying. Face. Yeah, I've been name? saying yeah, that, I, uh, that I. That oh, I. Man, it's like. I don't know. I. I don't even know that I really. Even like social media. You know. That's fair. Well, you used to know that you hated it. I well here's I've I've gone through many different levels of. Yeah. Of of my ideas on social media, yeah, and I I hate I kind of hate it. I it, think like if there's any way to make it exist, like I think the best way probably for me is if I just delete my personals. Like, yeah, like that's I could, probably a good idea. I could do I like, well, I think I, I could just do, do my it, projects. Yeah, like projects social media driven, but like my personal social media is like it feels pointless. Like yeah. it feels like. Cause I get on it and I don't, I do nothing and then, and I don't post anything and it's just like, I feel you. <laughs> I think I'm in that same boat. It's, it's weird being in like a, you know, us and like, as like creative people, like people expect of, content. We, yeah. It's like, yeah. we, yeah, it's like, we need to kind of have social media so but, that we can Well, but people don't really ourselves. want, I don't. Yeah, I, I get the impression that people don't really want to see content on your personal social media. Yeah, I feel like they want to see it on like a pro, like on a, on a social media that's dedicated specifically to that. But like, if I ever tried to post like, like couch jacket stuff to my personal social media, it never did well. Like it, uh-huh. it always was like, I don't know, like it just didn't. It was like all anybody wanted to see from me was like a funny selfie or something you know yeah it's like i don't know that was at least my impression yeah yeah that's Uh, the other side of social media i think i don't like it because i don't think it likes me very much yeah i I don't (laughs) yeah right uh i i do have one thing one thing that i do that it's kind of like trendy i i do have a finstagram account 
Okay. But but here's the thing. I I use it as somewhat of like a a diary of sorts, and I I don't let anyone follow it, and I don't follow anyone. Interesting. And I would like, I w- I post on it frequently. Yeah. And it's just it's just for me. But you don't let anybody follow it, like not even close. I nobody. I have one person that I allowed. And their it's me. Fi- their Instagram. It's not even Toby. That's how wow. you know. That's how you know this is private. It's yeah. himself. Yeah, it's my real account. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's your I, no, I don't even follow it myself because I'm afraid of like someone like tracking it down in some way. And and it it's private, uh-huh. but I don't want to even get like, oh, somebody wants to follow you. Right. They, I feel like that's like ah, oh, intruding in my in my uh, yeah, in my escape. Know it exists. Yeah. Uh, there's there's things in there that all are know now. Fucking yeah. cringy, dude. Like, <laughs> cringe to the absolute. Everybody kind of kind of needs that. That's though, what I'm saying. You know? Yeah, like, for sure. Need, like I feel like that. I'm not gonna post that cringy shit on my real profile. Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel I tried to do that with my Twitter for a little bit, yeah. and like, but then I started people started following me on Twitter, and it was like, I can't. can't I I gotta hone it back in now. I Damn gotta, it. Yeah, it was yeah they, but how did you feel? Yeah, exactly. You felt frustrated that somebody stole your your place to yeah. to do that. Well, it was frustrating because my, I think my like, like my friends, like dad followed me on there. Oh or something. no! And it was like oh no! Yeah, I can't do it now. Yeah. Like you know, <laughs> that was the line for me. It was it was like, it was fine when it was just like, twenty or thirty people that were like, you know, just people I didn't care about but then when my friends like dad who's like an upstanding member of society yeah, who, doctor yeah lawyer. who like <laughs> saw me grow up is watching me tweet about awful stupid the, shit. the last poop that you took. yeah exactly <laughs> Why well, I, I feel like bath bombs look like shit you know or like you shit the tub yeah or something which i still tweeted that so uh, there you have it folks you heard it here <laughs> first don't bad it. bombs look like shit. They look like you pooped. Pooped in the bath. In the <laughs> bath water. And it was like ag- super runny. you guys agree? I don't know. I, I've used a bad bomb once ever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember I it much. I don't have any sort of familiar... I'm not familiar with bath bombs at all. Dude, I feel like I just live under a rock sometimes. I <laughs> you don't even know do, anything man. about a bath bomb. I'm like an old man. I, I, I personally like to much. like to experience things like at least once. Like if somebody hits me up and says... Hey, let's do this, and it's like something that's out of the norm for me. Uh, more than likely, I'll say yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'll say yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. Yeah. Yeah, man, we should be wrapping this up. Uh, oh yeah, sorry. I just wanted. To, I just hadn't looked at my clock in like two hours. So yeah, we've been. No, yeah. This has been pushing like two and a half hours already. Has this been one of your longer? <laughs> this has been the longest. It okay. has. I, for sure. I feel like they all have been pretty long. They've all been pretty long. I think this one has been the longest. No, because oh, yeah. we started early and, and we're finishing uh, a little bit later than we usually are. And we, we still got to record your song. Sure. Before we go, though, go ahead and drop uh, all the uh, all the handles for like oh, Instagram. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I guess I already have. Did you yeah. drop the handles? I thought you just well, mentioned Well, I sort of did them. earlier, but um, yeah, yeah, so Uniball Film, that's like my big project right now that I'm really trying to push. Um, so Uniball Film is our, it's the Instagram. Uh, Uniball Movie, I believe, is the Facebook uh, and Twitter. And uh, expect a TikTok soon that will be a variation of the of one or the other. Um not very good at this social media pushing. I'm hoping that this crowdfunding class 
we'll have somebody who's good we'll, at that kind we'll of put, stuff. We'll put oh, something yeah. in the the the, the links. Yeah, in the, the bio. yeah. I know oh, the yeah. bio and the. That'd be great. Forget it. <laughs> We're gonna put the links on there. Yeah. Um, no, that'd be great. I uh, so that's what I'm doing. Um, uh, yeah, I'll hopefully you guys like it. So. And I'll play a song from that'll be maybe in the movie or at least a promotional for the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. All right. That's um, all I got. Go go follow his uh, his projects. Can they follow your personal Instagram? Sure. Yeah. So my personal, all my personals are um, are just Spud Chili. That's just my name on on all of them. It's S P on the web. Yeah. <laughs> on the web my web alias s p u d c h i l l e spud chili that's me um don't ask me why <laughs> i that's don't good. know <laughs> give them a follow give them some likes uh be on the lookout for you and the ball coming out soon be on the lookout for upcoming music projects uh hot toddy karate yeah. Remember the name. Remember the uh, name. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 if you haven't already, go go listen to the Couch Jacket there on Spotify. Where what else are are you guys on? We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Music. We're on Bandcamp, uh, SoundCloud. We we tried to really be on all of them. So, yeah. and we've got all of our pages are still up. Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. Um, go follow them. Yeah. Just go follow them and uh, yeah. That's uh, yeah. You'll find some hopefully some music you like. For sure. <laughs> I know I did. Yeah. Toby. Oh, yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. All right. Well, uh, we're gonna cut, and then uh, when we come back, Ben will play us uh, a lovely tune for us. Let's do it. All right. Uh, my name is Ben Eslick, and this is the Testicular Cancer Anthem for my new upcoming movie, Uniball. Went to the doctor to get some stuff done. Gonna have a physical and be on the run. He felt something strange, said bad news for you, son. You had two balls, now you're gonna have one. I've got testicular cancer. It's a damn travesty. The surgical staff will cut my manhood in half and take this wretched ball out of me. I got testicular cancer. It's like terrorism in my pants I'm gonna sing my song next to Lance Armstrong And then we'll cheat and win the Tour de France The news hit me hard, really took me aback I checked the doc's credentials, he wasn't a quack that tumor's gotta go, and that's a fact So I guess the other one'll have to pick up the slack Oh dear lord, why have you forsaken me? 
in my left nut. Thank you. 